Hello, amigo. Eve Gardens. Eve Gardens one on Instagram, and this is episode six thirty nine. Hopefully, you guys had a great Saturday. Good myself. Got around. Got some things done. Enjoy a beautiful day. Spend a few minutes with one of my daughters. Waiting on some kind of All pops out, live chat. Ready? I see me, students. Jack Greenstock. Cheers, my friend. Hopefully, you are well. Robert, Mr. Greenfingers, motherfucking Thomas in the house. Fucking A. SoCal 71. Cheers, motherfuckers. Of course, got some of this. Fucking Maui root beer band. Psychopino. Seemingly better with every draw. I think the last one I took down the third one, or that's the fourth one. Fourth one. It would have been the keeper. Why is it worth like that? The last one. Last one out. Last pull. Aloha, 808 prospects. Cheers, my brother. Hopefully, you are well. A little bit of everlasting background. So they need a little newer view of the garden here as we're tearing things down. See a little more and more. Things were running anyway. Get things kicked off a little bit. Probably do a little bit of turkey in the background. It's probably going to be a little more frequent through some of the weed air worlds until whatever happens. So hopefully you guys will respect me while we go through that. Take it easy on me. As I go through that process. Cheers, cheapers. Crazy people doing stuff. Moon cheers to you guys. What the fuck you guys smoking? We nerd DWC. So much. For some reason, I just like to say that much better than Craig Babies DWC. We cheers. We nerd DWC. Yeah, little tongue tie. All right, I got my joint, my cannabis cut up. Dank, can't dank of us kind. Cheers to you, floor nugs. Yo, yo, that guy right there is top of the fucking pop list. When I get to a new spot, can't wait to fucking get some of that. Miss Maya, it was nice to fucking meet you firsthand on Cannabis channel. It's nice to put a face with the, the icon there. It always says, I'm glad you were uh, nice enough to put yourself out there and say hello to everybody in the community. Hopefully we see more of you. Hell, I'd like to do an episode with you. I'm always enjoying people in the cannabis community. Always looking for people to come on. I could have come on earlier tonight if I'd have had a guest. That's kind of my fault. And I've been taking it easy a little bit with the guests so I can get some stuff done, but lining some stuff up for this next week, some bigger yeah, got some guests coming up next week, some fun, some fun stuff ahead. Some life. 
right there. Ned Denver, cheers to you. How are you doing, my friend? What is everybody smoking on? Mr. Jack Greenstock popping in. Well, that means I gotta start the list. I gotta start editing now. Oh no. Here's Cheers, brother. Cheers, man. First East tonight. How you doing, man? Good. I uh, just get my little stand set up, get my phone plugged in, get some herb on the tray. What are you breaking out on your tray? You know, I want to say it's shark Lottie, but I'm not actually sure. It's my wife got it and threw it in a glass jar, and uh, there's no label on. Mildly popping in as well. Why does glasses smiley always throw me off? I don't know why. His IQ is like 10 points higher. Yeah. It's like when Green 13 comes in and starts talking all that British. Sounded smart. Yeah, should have. Smiley had a British name. And glasses. And you know, oddly enough, I could see Smiley British accent. I don't know why. <laughs> Imagine he's been fucking with I, us the whole time. I can time. do it. I just have to hear it. Like I'd have to. Well, there's like 20 British accents. You got the fucking guys who are like, you can barely even understand them. You know, like Cockney and whatever. And then you got Green 13 types where he sounds like a American dude speaking with a little bit of a funny accent. Even though we're the ones with the funny accent because we're speaking their language. Right. <laughs> uh, so, Mr. Smiley, I see you got a, a, a happy Trico shirt on. I believe I see that's what the top of it is. Uh, Fucking good eye. All I could see was a little bit of foliage on top. So you made it to the, what was it, the Gems of Genetics today? How was that? Tell us. Please yeah, it. it was a good time. I'm actually, that's what I'm rolling up is some wedding crashers from uh, um, Michigan Wildflower, Johnny Green Thumb. They're out there. They're uh, booth seen. Uh, yeah, man, it was just a good day, dude. It was uh, beautiful weather. Fucking, I don't know. Um, Big Jar was out there. Chicha B, Red Eye, Rustler. Um, her girl, had a booth. Red Setter had a booth. Um, seen uh, Strangely Rooted, and and uh, he was out there with a the booth, too. So Red Setter was uh, putting out his first tinctures. I know that's a new thing for him. So happy for him. I think that's going back to some of the earliest foundational cannabis medicine right there. Yeah, dude, he had he had a really nice setup with a bunch of stuff. Really nice booth. So uh, Astro Charlie was out there. Forgot about that. Uh, DP was out there too. 
They were uh, they had a booth, um, country roots, midnight roots. I got to talk with Jake for a minute. That was cool. And um, uh, Terp Wizard, Smokey the Bear. I'm trying to think, man. There was just so many people there. It was a, it was fucking awesome. So at this point, it almost sounds like a show reunion. Yeah. Everyone listed had been on so far. Everybody you've said so far. I know I'm missing people. Med Grower was out there too. I, I know I'm missing people, man. There was a big lineup of people, dude. Pointing chains. Cheers, Green Fingers. I don't know if anybody said hello or if you've said hello since you got in. And also, uh, what's up, Bingus? What's up? What's up, Bingus? Eagle, Smiley, Jack, Green Fingers. How you guys doing? I guess you can hear me okay, right? I'm feeling a little sunburnt, but... Oh, good. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> good. So it looked like a good time. I, you know, it sounds like a good day all in all. Boy, just after I, you, we were texting back and forth. Man, I'm glad you guys didn't even get a piece of what we had here, man. I shit you not. I, I was texting back and forth to you. I look outside, and my yard is covered in half-inch hail. It just fucking just come down for about an hour. And fucking just pouring it, pouring it hail. Oh, man, it's a nasty, nasty little afternoon. Then it cleared up and got beautiful. So, you know, a little bit of shit, but. In the end, it was beautiful. Yeah, we drove through some rain on the way up, but yeah, it was and it sprinkled for a minute there too, but it cleared up pretty easy. So it was a beautiful day for the event. It was a cool little place they had it at too. It was nice out in the woods. Fun time was had by all. Absolutely, man. Oh, uh, um, Jet House Gardens was out there too. That was another one. <laughs> it's funny. There was a guy walking by. We had a pretty good smoke circle going in the middle. So they had like a U shaped, you know? And I don't know, there was just like a group of us all kind of sitting there talking, like Nick Risden was there, him and Shannon and uh, Rascal Farmer, um, him and his kid were there. And uh, um, I don't know, but we had like a circle of, you know, 20 of us sitting around, everybody's passing joints and shit. One dude walked by, he's like, man, you guys got the coolest circle going here. You know, he's like, <laughs> he was on the other side of the event or something. He's like, I've been watching you guys kind of migrate around. It's like the coolest circle here. I'm like, yeah, thanks. So. Got the blue ribbon, huh? Good. Right. <laughs> so, yep. Cal, what's up, buddy? Uh, not much. Just hanging out. Smoking with you guys. How you guys doing? Bingus, I'm um, nominating you for the new narrator for Nat Geo. Okay. Yeah, I, 
I was getting shit. People are saying, eh, how you do is bud porn, da 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 da. So I said, all right, I'll do something a little more informative. Here you no, go. No, that was really fucking cool, actually. Like, even my wife was like, wow, that was cool. Well, thank you. Tell your wife, thank you. No, uh, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm going to try to, I don't know, I'm trying to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> Why not? Try to get. It was a huh? good one on GML today, Fingus. <laughs> yeah, well, great show. <laughs> great show. <laughs> Uncle Reaper was like, you're fired up, man. That's funny. Yeah, I didn't was... catch all the chat where there were some people <laughs> ragging on him in chat or something. Well, he was, uh, he was drinking. He was drinking. So, yeah, he was drinking and doing a live stream. On, I don't know. That's seemed to work for him. I didn't have much to say about it. So. I like him. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, it he was... had any ill intent. No, no. It was great entertainment is how I looked at it. I mean, once I figured out that, wait a minute, he's drinking. And I started laughing. <laughs> at first, I was fucking being serious about some stuff. I'm like, oh, this guy's whack. I text GML and he said, yeah. <laughs> okay. And afterwards, in the after party, he pretty much, it was a free-for-all too so i ended up excusing myself i had to get something to eat and that was the truth or i would have to start fucking drinking just to <laughs> just to hang you know what I mean? get on that level <laughs> yeah that's right Jay. yeah so uh eagle how's the old 12 and 1 slash 8 on 16 off going i know that you and a lot well, of people yeah. Loving it. For it. No ill effects so far. Veg is happy. I'm saving power. Fucking, you know, lessening my environment with heat from the, you know, 24-hour veg. You know, it's plus, plus, plus so far. I, don't, I haven't seen no, nothing, no reason not to continue with it. At this point. So what do, you, what do you do when you switch them to flour? You just take away that hour in the middle of the night? Is that what you do? He, he drops they're going to, yeah, they're going to only nine hours on when they go into yeah. the flower now. Joe but, Pietri, who's like claiming this, he's saying he goes as low as six hours on, 18 hours off. But what does he do for the DLI then? Because he's saying that the DLI is everyone's given too much DLI. And that if you look at the places with the most sunlight, they're getting eight hours direct sun a day. So He's saying eight is the most you need, but a lot of plants are happier at six. So that's his claim. But it doesn't matter the intensity of light? It does matter the intensity of light for sure. It's just, I think he's used to working with people who are running HPSs, 1,000 waters, and doing 12 on, 12 off after a 24-hour on veg cycle, or 20 on, 4 off, or 18 on, 6 off. Like, I run a 17-7 veg. I've considered even doing a 16 on eight off for veg, but like Hawaii, for example, their longest day of the whole entire year, summer solstice is only 13 hours of sunlight and their shortest day is 11 hours. So I've done 11, 13 because I read a DJ short flowering thing. And he said he could even drop it down to 10 on 14 off and to play around with it a little bit. But I've had such good results with 11, 13. I've never, gone lower because 
there is something called the law of thermodynamics, like the amount of energy that you're using from the electricity, the amount of watts outputted, the amount of PPFD total or PPF total. Uh, it's a calculatable number. And then from there, you can calculate your DLI. And you can look at things like corn, which in a field crop can get up to like 60 DLI. And cannabis is competitive with that when all the nutrients and CO2 and everything are kept in line, uh, which is possible to do. So it's an interesting conversation. This week, we're going to be talking about light cycles on growing with my fellow growers, kind of inspired by the conversations I've been hearing. And I couldn't figure out who it was. I thought it was Kyle from First Class Gardens, but I went back and listened. I thought it was the Eagle Show. It was actually a Michigan Bros. Grow Show, but uh, he wasn't the one. But I, I've heard at least one person who was very successful with it in the past. And Joe claims he's got like 5,000 people on Facebook that are all doing it with success. So I just wonder, I think it could be successful and you can grow a plant, you can get start to finish, you could save money. But like, let's say we turn Smiley's entire operation from his current, I don't know, what do you run Smiley and Veg, light-wise? Um, like, oh, I'm, I'm doing the 18.6 stuff. Okay, so let's say we take you from 18.6 and I'm assuming 12.12 to 12 on, uh, five off, one on, the 12.1, some people call it the gas lantern routine or uh, schedule. But if you went from 18.6 to the 12.1, and then from 12-12 to the 8 on, 16 off, you're, and don't make any other adjustments. Um, presuming that your, your plants had close to proper amounts of light before, um, maybe you had them hung the right distance or had the right number for your space, I think that you might actually see a drop in yield. He's claiming that you're running lower light and getting more of a yield, which has been countered what I've seen. I've seen people do it successfully in like the harvest, but their plants aren't huge. And they're only usually showing like one nug or like a few nugs real close up. They never show like the whole entire plant. Where the people that I see running 11, 13 or 12, 12, they're happy to show you their entire garden, you know, pan over videos, everything. So, well, I would make the argument. So, so the light on time or the amount of, the amount of bud or whatever you want to, whatever you want to look at, whatever measure you want to look at, cannabinoid, any of that is all based on the plant's ability to convert carbon from the air into those substances. And that happens through photosynthesis, which is driven by the light. Okay. And my argument to that would be, if you're going to lessen that amount of light, I would think you're going to lessen the amount of yield. So I don't, I, I would find it hard to believe that going to less light is going to get you more of a yield. I think that's counterintuitive of what we know. Cause I agree. Yeah. Cause the, I agree because that leaf for the amount of time to convert it into carbon, it has to be there in a, in enough high enough range. You know what I'm saying? Like it, and if you start to diminish that, so now say that plant was able to convert at 100% at a, at a 12 hour day. And now you took that down to a nine hour day. And now are you only, I would, I would think you're only going to be performing at about 70%. You know what I'm saying? Just like you took that time down. I would think you would lose weight in that. But. I think that the case that he's correct is when people were giving way too much light let's say they were running a thousand watt HPS and it was like 12 inches away and the entire canopy is getting cooked with D 
DLI for, you know, 15 hours. And instead of vegging for 18, they could have gotten away with 15 or 14 or 13. But I think when you've got a lot of people that are now running modern LEDs that aren't putting off so much heat, they have really nice even spreads that they've taken a PPFD measure and said like, hey, I know if I run a thousand PPF for uh, 18 hours a day, that hits, you know, 60 on the DLI. Or if I do 1500 for 12 hours, that'll hit the whatever DLI. And these are, I'm not giving actual calculations. These are just pulling off the top of my head. You can go and type in DLI calculator, uh, look up the PVFD that you need. And I'm not to say that the science behind that is 100% accurate. Maybe plants can get away with less DLI, but what uh, a lot of scientists are proving, like Smiley was talking about, the light creates basically photosynthesis. Photosynthesis is their ability to uh, transmit the energy from the light into like chemical and other forms and build themselves using the carbon in the atmosphere and things like that. So without light, I, I do think that there's a lot of growth and things that happen during the night period, recovery and uh, translocation of nutrients and water, and, uh, just allowing the environment to cool off and create some homeostasis for the plants. But I don't know, I, I'm really curious. I wanna see some legit side-by-sides. And I also would love to hear like Eagle's experience after maybe he does it for like a year or a few rounds. Cause let's say he does it for one or two rounds and he's like, holy shit, I'm, I used to get three ounces off this plant every time. Now I'm getting one ounce or I used to get a pound off this plant. Now I'm getting a half or maybe he doubles it. And he's like, holy shit, this is the best thing ever. I'm going to keep doing it. I just, I can agree with both of what you guys are saying, or I can see what both of you guys are saying, but what he's kind of trying to say and what he's saying is basically the plants will only take in that CO2 for a length of time. And basically at some point they shut down and go to sleep just like they do at night. They're not utilizing as much. And he's trying to say at that point, that's when you should shut the light down. There's no, you're just stressing the plant at that point. But that time is determined by light intensity, right? 100%. And I agree. I think, I, I don't mean to in, but I think a lot of this stuff was based on older light technology. Nowadays, with these LEDs that we're using, the greens the, that penetrate deeper into the canopy, these plants utilize these lights and are getting way more than they ever did. So I think, you know, this, this light cycle has a place now with these stronger lights and the plants utilizing the light better. Well, and I would- Where it is before, there was so much waste. I'm sorry, smile, go ahead. No, I just think it would be interesting to compare it all on an on a even level of like looking at what DLI is Joe actually talking about? Because under that idea that like, maybe he is talking about pumping it with, you know, 1500 PPFD or some mm -hmm. shit like that, where he's up in the PPFD, but shortening the time of day. But I don't know. I don't hit a 60 DLI. That's a fuck ton of light. There's a lot of he guys. Got in, he got into it a little bit. They released another episode tonight with a, a guy from Philos. They talk a little bit about the skunk and the traits of the skunk, but they get into the DLI of it all just for maybe 10 minutes or so. Okay. So I'm like a month behind. I've been 
binging this shit ever since you guys talked about it the other day because I I actually got attacked by Todd McCormick, who I looked at with some legitimacy in the cannabis space because he was a cancer survivor, one of the earliest ever in California at a young age to get prescribed medical cannabis. I think he was 13, got cancer, survived through it, used cannabis, has been a big advocate. And I thought a lot of the stuff that he did was cool and good. And I hear Joe kind of telling the story about <laughs> uh-huh. how he works with the police and does other unscrupulous things like that. It's, it's tried to sue me for my book. And on top of that, uh, God, there's <laughs> a number of things that uh, I, I don't like about Todd, but the main one being that he bought the rights to edit the final version of Jack Herrera's The Emperor Wears No Clothes when he wasn't the editor of any of the earlier versions, he just wanted to have some association with a cannabis legend. So he threw his name into the ring and uh, with enough money, people will say yes to you. And so- Well, that's why when, uh, when this guy talked about a couple, well, com- completely different subject, but same person, me being addicted to but- uh, butane, uh, just kidding guys, but uh, same person and Eagle brought that up and my response was, have you done an interview with Todd McCormick? Because going back to the hash church days, Todd McCormick has told his side of the whole JP story. I have not, but it sounds like I should start pulling some of these strings. Cheers now popping in. So, who is Joe Pietri, though? Like, I, I didn't catch the history of him. It just sounded like he was an old head from back in the day or something. Or is he claims the claim is he's a smuggler, was a smuggler um, until 2002. And then he became a grower in kind of the Oregon area when he had the ability to do it legal here in the U.S. But he's written a few books. Uh, the 15 ounce pound It talks about um, big pharma's plan to patent pot is i think yeah the title that's where i get my idea for a movie if i ever want to make it it's one of those it's a true story but in a different multiverse kind of thing so it's going to be based on a true story but not in our multiverse if that makes any sense but kinda, it's the story of the weaponization of cannabis and it's basically you know that whole narrative that skunk man sam weaponized skunk and got over there and Holland or Dutch government, and they contracted them um, to do all the breeding projects along with Rob Clark and Bobbity Blue, blah, blah. I'll say this about Joe P. He's been saying the same thing for decades. And oh, yeah. from what that tells me is that's usually an honest person. They're telling you the real story. It's easy for them to remember it because it's the truth. When people lie and they make up another lie and then they make up another lie, and then 10 years later, their story is completely changed. Where was his that, story's been. That- Go ahead, sorry. His story has been consistent. Uh, like, I've read his posts on the forums basically attacking Skunkman Sam, calling him a DEA agent. And I believed Sam to be a DEA agent. I'm like, why the fuck is he on Hash Church? Why the fuck is he writing these books like marijuana, ethnobotany, and uh, giving away, you know, IPM secrets and these things that could help people grow? Because, like, that, that was Todd's angle when. Yeah, and why, first... why did he withhold terpene knowledge for 12 years? I don't know about that specific claim. Oh, the Can whole modulation and 
modulation and potentiation of the terpenes and cannabinoids. That's the whole thing. You go back and the whole who did what with terpenes and, you know, like that timeline. Bubble Man gives him, oh, there goes that name drop. Bubble Man gives him credit because, like, in 2000 or 2001, uh, he had isolated or, you know, basically made a mixture of THC with, like, uh, alpha pinene or THC with humulene and THC with linalool and did a test and figured out which ones modulated or potentiated the high either is like a up uppy active kind of high or more like a more sedative relaxing effect but he said he didn't put that knowledge out there because he didn't want people making what he said quote skunky sam smelly terps or smelly weed so yeah i don't know the anybody who's claiming they're like inventing anything that was found in nature like there's been people that study uh what's the term where it's not cannabis specifically but they look at all the other plants herbalists i think uh one of the guys who came on here has a degree in herbalism and there's thousands of years of history of not just cannabis but other medicinal herbs and the properties and the effects of like linalool is found in lavender it's known to be relaxing skunk man sam didn't invent that and just so not to like i don't want to dick ride anybody really like i tried to look at the science and figure out what i believe to be the truth and Joe P says that he invented the 12 and one, which maybe he popularized it, but people, like he said, if you took biology, you've understood photoperiodism. Well, same thing with doing... the, the sea of green. Uh, I don't, Chinese uh, have been doing that for yeah, thousands yeah. of years, small pots. The Dutch, mm-hmm. I, I know, again, to agree with Joe P, Dutch marketing fraud is a perfect term. Like they have lied about a ton of shit. They were selling mm-hmm. bubble bags at wedding dress prices as far as silk. When you compare it to, you could buy your own 150, 120, uh, 90, well, the same group of people, it's network of people that are all buddy buddies. Like, I don't want to keep bringing it back to terpenes, but the whole value of what terpenes were and who kind of like was the, on the forefront of that, like right now, almost like eight to 10 years ago. Uh, but Blue River terpenes, when those came around, that's not nothing new. That's not new technology or something that's beyond the common man to do at home. But he was ripping people off selling like 0.2, you know, of a milliliter for like 70 bucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, those prices are crazy. Unfortunate mm-hmm. that people kind of get conned into buying some of the stuff. I do want to say, though, like, I agree with Joe to a certain extent. Like, somebody in chat said that, you know, he thinks after eight hours, the plant has hit a light saturation and it's starting to decline. And I would totally agree with that. Like, that's what you need to watch at. And what I try to shoot at is, like, what your total daylight is that that plant's taking in throughout the day. Because... I may I dial mine back like at the canopy and flower. I may only be eight nine hundred ppfd, you know. Mm-hmm. But I but I'm. I find a lot of stuff likes it there. Twelve hour day, you know. what I'm saying where some guys are pushing twelve hundred ppfd for that, and that's when you get up around that sixty dli is when you're really cranking that. But but based on your environment and the nutrients and the the vapor pressure all these all those details that we talk about with the room air movement you know relative humidity all that shit 
and your watering schedule all has to do with that plant's ability to absorb that photon and convert that fucking carbon and take it out of the air and convert it. All that shit has to do with how that, how fast that reaction can happen. And if you're off on those things, say your, say your humidity is low or, or whatever it is, the amount of light that that plant can convert is lower now. And now if you hit it with the same amount of light, that plant is going to hit a light saturation point. And at that point, it does kind of shut down its metabolism because it's trying, it's trying to deal with the excess photons that have hit it. It's almost like in my or mind, other stuff. Yeah. It's my mind. It's like being outside. Like today we were outside in the sun, standing in a fucking circle for an hour and a half, dude, you go sit, you, it just drains the fuck out of you just standing there in the sun. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody's had that experience. Like you, you, you're, you're physically tired just from being, you know, what else has changed about that smiley? I totally agree with what you're saying, but you know what else has changed about that? Fucking when we were kids, that sun was way worse or less intense. You know what I mean? We could handle being out in the sun all day. But the something lately, the sun is way more intense than it used to be. We can't handle hours out there. Just like you're saying. Sun's way too intense these days. You gotta pull it back. We gotta get one thing I I was we're we're not growing up the sun. He says you got two suns if you're growing for X amount of hours. Nobody's grow light is even close to the sun. If you look at the highest PPFD during a hot day when the Mm -hmm. sun is out full blast, it's much higher than what you're going to be running in your grow. It's 1,500 plus PPF, over 2,000 PPF in certain areas, at least here in Southern California. I know it's other places as well. Smiley, for you, if you're wondering about that, put a wise camera or an old cell phone, any uh, motion capture camera that can do time lapse, you'll watch your plants. If they're not drooping from being drought stressed, or some other indicator, you have a pretty good idea that they have hit their DLI. And you'll watch people's, if you go on Instagram right now and look up time-lapse cannabis, you'll see their Mm -hmm. plants do this and that, this and that, this and that. And oftentimes they do true before the lights go off. And I think that's an idea that you could start either one, dialing back the total amount of PPF that you're giving throughout the day, Uh, your DLI, you could lower it, or you could just turn your lights off, you know, five minutes after they droop or whatever, you know, cause they've hit that point. Why, why not fucking put them to sleep at that point? You know? Yeah. I mean, it could be. And the last thing I wanted to say about Joe P he's referencing a book about greenhouse management. They're using lights and the sun in a controlled environment greenhouse, which is different than say, if you're growing indoors so if you're growing chrysanthemums at the lowest possible price, or if you're growing greenhouse cannabis at the lowest possible price, which is what he's talking about. He's talking about guys that are growing $147 pounds of cannabis. Mm-hmm. And most of us aren't doing that. And he was also disagreeing with people that were saying run 24 hour fucking HPSs in greenhouses. Again, I agree with him to disagree with people that were doing that. They got fed bullshit marketing and read stuff online and a lot of it is Mm -hmm. Dutch marketing fraud or high times old school thoughts and it's convenient because oh I can run my lights for 24 hours I could be in there and work on them all the time or whatever the temperature stays consistent but he is correct to say that's not how it's in nature other than if you go to Alaska for a few months or something you know like northern areas Um, yep 
but same thing you get a longer duration of light but it's not as intense yeah so. yeah that's what i'd be curious about is if it, what he does for intensity because i i don't know man i still think that'd be kind of I, I think there's a limit to that where you can't just up intensity and shorten the duration to a point because photosynthesis is a reaction in it and there's time there's a time involved in that reaction so it'd be like it'd be like almost a funnel and you're trying to pour too much water through a funnel you know what i'm saying so like, if you go to google scholar and type in chandra c-h-o-n-d-r-a at all it's either 2007 or 2008 they did a study on cannabis where they actually examined how much light can you give it from 1500 to 2000 uh, ppfd for an entire day, like 12 hours, 10 hours, 11 hours, they did a whole bunch of different things. And what they found was it can, because it's a photoperiodic plant, as long as you're giving it less than 12 hours of light, all the way up till 12, it can handle, depending on the intensity of light that you're giving it. They found 1500 PPFD was like, they had a chart. Uh, 1500 PPFD with 800 PPF, uh, or PPM, I should say, of CO2 was like the spot of where you, get diminishing returns after that. So yep, you could go yep. up to 2000 PPFD, but instead of continuing up on a linear line, it would start to either flatten out or in some cases even drop down depending on the cultivar. Some cultivars were more light sensitive. So when you went from that 1500 and 800 CO2, you saw a steep decrease in yield because it's like more light actually fucked them up. So yeah, I'm sure it's cultivar. To, uh, and, uh, but without CO2, the one thing I just want to say to finish up that whole study is, um, if you're not supplementing CO2, the atmospheric is 400 and they found the upper echelon was about 1000 PPFD. So, and that was a 12 hour daylight cycle. And I'll just so, add real fast that, uh, in, uh, marijuana and botany, they reference it too. I don't know if it has much control what they were talking about as a scientific study, but same thing. They, with whatever technology they had to do the lighting, they found a diminishing return once they went below eight hours, um, so at that point it wasn't about intensity or you know once again they didn't have an led light like they do today but beyond any point of intensity that they could give it they got to diminish on their returns giving it less than eight hours it's funny because joe p hated on robert connell clark or he called him connelly clark and he also hated on uh dr ethan russo who's kind of like taking credit like you were alluding to earlier like the whole terpenes he wrote the paper um something like an entourage effect in cannabis. Um, Taming THC was the name of the paper. And it described the entourage effect and how important terpenes were and how different varieties existed once upon a time and might still be beneficial. He was once with GW Pharmaceutical, but he's no longer with them. Um, Joe P kind of claims that he's one of the dirty ones. He's actually, I, I kind of feel happy to have disagreed with Ethan Rousseau because one Me of the things too. Rousseau says is, strain is not a term that you can use for cannabis strain is oh i strained my back or oh, i'm straining pasta or here's a strain of a new virus but you can't use it for cannabis but then sure enough like when i was writing 50 strains of green before i wrote it if i was going to use the word strain if there's scientists out there telling me that it's not proper then i like just googled strain and then sure enough there's like seven definitions and if you click on the biological one it's like a breed or stock developed by breeding uh, of plant or animal. Yeah. So and strain is nothing that scientists un uh, unanimously agree on. So that's the other thing was, yeah, that's true. And even them, there's some people. Um, but the other thing Ethan Rousseau said incorrectly, and I don't know why he's telling people this. Um, I do think that there's 
implications for why he'd say this type of stuff. He lied about how drug dogs are trained. He said that they're trained on beta filing, which is not fucking true. They're not trained on beta filing because that is found in black pepper. And that's found in a whole bunch of other shit. And I looked into drug dogs, mm-hmm. how they're trained, and they did a cannabis concoction where they took terpenes and other things to try and fool the dog and put it in like a perfume bottle, hit it in the package or whatever, in the, the little wall of uh, things that they can't see, but they can smell. And then they did actual cannabis. And every fucking time the dog that was trained on real cannabis smelled the cannabis versus the false cannabis. So oh, when I'm they're trained cannabis perfume soon, and I'm going to have all kinds of strange dogs show up. <laughs> it's interesting. Cause I mean, like, even going back to Joe P, he talked about how he smuggled dogs because that would distract the drug dog and their crates were actually made out of hash. Uh-huh. Allegedly is his claim, but it's, I mean, that's it's Smiley's question earlier. Who is Joe P? One of the other things he uh, wrote about was, uh, I think he called himself the King of Nepal. I think that might've been the title of the book. And he traveled the world, not just Nepal, but smuggling lots of hash and flour and interacting with others who did similar things it sounds like he could be tal's fucking uncle cheers tal What's i talked up? to i talked to joe p on the phone once fucking let me tell you guys tom mccormick hates joe petrie like no other i put a post up a long ass time ago from a joe petrie article that was in treating yourself i think actually i gotta go find it now but he was saying how all the bubble bag history is total bullshit and some guy That's in ohio correct. Some guy in Ohio invented it or someplace invented Ryan it. Ryan Hartzell. Yep, had the that's the guy. Yeah, that's right, the article. Yeah, we talked so, about this. Yeah, you can Google I, it. It's. I put that up. I put that post up in the article, and Tom McCormick was in my DMs like two seconds later. I have it all recorded. He he sent me video clips of him, like defaming Joe Petrie, like saying he's a piece of shit and all this other stuff and. And I was like, dude, I don't know what's true, really. I'm just, you know, I just put that up there. So, you know, for informational purposes. And he's like, well, you should take it down. You should take it down. It's bullshit. Don't fucking give that guy any time. So that's because there's an agenda and people want a certain narrative pushed. And that's why I used to call Hash Church the weed Illuminati. Uh, there you go. But yeah, I don't know how it really went down. And I don't know, care that much. Well, I'll tell you for sure, Reinhardt <laughs> Delph actually did make the uh, patent for ice water extraction. Yep, and he and had, Bubble Man lost in court, patent fraud. Bubble Man lost the lawsuit in Canada, but Reinhardt Delph didn't, as Joe P says, didn't fuck him like he could have. He only made him pay 100000 because there was videos of Bubble Man using Reinhardt Delph's, uh, it was a process patent, which is different than a material patent. Right. A material patent, you like, make a gun or something and that gun is patented for x amount of years nobody else can make the exact style but with a process patent it's how you did something and hash has been made for thousands of years so he couldn't patent dry sieving or sifting or you know all the other ways that hash has been made before but what he figured out was if you put it in ice and water and you gently agitate it like many of us know uh, you can collect the resin that way without you a lot of people feel like you get a lot more including Joe, if you do it, which he claims you use like a 150 screen and then like a five micron. And then you wait for the oil and the water. He, he basically takes the terpenes because you know how you lose a lot of terpenes in mm-hmm. uh, bubble hash. You can smell it in the water. Some people oh, yeah. feed it to their plants. Some people make it into 
edible drinks or whatever. Well, his process he claims is uh, you take the 150, which basically takes the ice and plant material out. Everything goes through that. And he then puts that through not an actual coffee filter, but which is five micron as well. He says it gets like the industrial size uh, coffee filters that they use for like vegetable oil at restaurants for people that run their car on vegetable oil or whatever. And once you sieve that, um, all that's left is basically, you know, you got the water that runs through and it takes a long ass time, but he takes the terpenes off the top. He said he lets it sit for like a night. So the terpenes completely float to the top. The heads are at the bottom. Uh, he takes like a bowl and gets the terpenes off of the top layer of the water. And I, then I think he lifts up at that point while the water goes through the resin is uh, left in the bag. And then he recombines the terpenes back into the hash and lets it all dry together. And he claims that you're not losing anything then at that point, which I do feel like you lose. Uh, that's actually one of the reasons I started doing dry sift versus I used to make bubble hash a lot, but I do think that you lose a lot of terpenes. So, and the process is a lot more elbow grease than dry sift. So mm -hmm. I don't know. Lots of thoughts. I, I do think that a lot of what he says is true and it's hard to refute some of the stuff. It makes me feel better about like uh, not being liked by Todd. Yeah, a lot of people say Todd's a little crybaby. He tried to sue me over using one photo and it's out of 250 photos in my book that wasn't even on the fucking cover. Never advertised it anywhere. <laughs> hilarious to me but anyway it's a lot of drama i love the crickets you know i i enjoy some listening to it all and i i honestly know some truths behind it all but this is the way i see it and i actually kind of listened to the, that podcast the other day and they were kind of discussing how they weren't necessarily afraid to put that shit forward. And it does kind of cause a little bit too much friction. You know, I find, you know, not necessarily there's some people in, in these stories that just won't never come on the show. You know what I mean? Just will never get the invite. There's some people that are involved in some of these stories that have been on the show and I enjoy them as a person. You know what I mean? I don't have a dog in the fight for the rest of the bullshit. You know what I mean? So that's necessarily why I don't necessarily support a lot or put anything vocal one way or the other. I try to tend that. Just listening. You know what I mean? Aspect of it all when it comes to some of these stories. But I, I, I fucking enjoy listening to it. You know, It's what smart I mean? to not take say. a hard stance. I just said, I'm kind of giving a synopsis because you guys kind of put me on this rabbit hole a few nights ago. And uh, since then I've been digging into it a little bit. And I do think that there is some legit claims being made. Um, but like, it's, it's tough when some of your like, you know, people that you enjoyed their processes. Like, I think some of the better hash I've had was from Frenchie Canola. And like, he's knocking Frenchie and Frenchie's methods and this and that. I loved Frenchie's hash. I've made bubble hash in the past. I thought it was good. Um, was it the best stuff in the world? I don't know. I've never had Joe Pizash. I can't compare. I haven't had, he's a lot older than I am. He's had a lot more land races and uh, done a lot more like, you know, travel to interesting places. But he even like went after Mila because Mila 
made the isolator bags after Reinhardt Delft's pen. And, you know, in my opinion, Mila has always been friendly and nice. She's been on the show. She had one of the funniest sound bites. Uh, so, you know, unfortunately, I do think the drama brings down a lot of the stuff. I, I do think it's cool to have the information out there as somebody who likes the history of it all. Um, but it does. You know, but with that being said, though, you know, we got to be grateful that these negative or not, we got to be grateful that these stories are coming out and being put out there for everybody to at least sift through. You know what I mean? There's so much. We've been, the shit's been so repressed for so long. You know what I mean? It's well, nice to at least thing? hear their versions. You know what I mean? There's, there's three sides to fucking every coin. There's your story, my story, and fucking the and right the story. You know <laughs> what I mean? Yeah. You know, so that's for everybody, you know, I, I don't know, sift the, through on their own. But it's The funniest listen. thing to me was the person who's been involved in more drama who I'm a big fan of than anybody else. Subcool guy I love, and I know many of us big weed nerds here. The one time he's brought up in this whole Joe P saga, he fucking praises the shit out of Subcool, and so Subcool grows the dank. He got fucking robbed. A DNA paid for a cup, so he claims he's like, he's like it was laughable. He's like everybody could have walked around and saw Subcool had the best shit there. You open up his jars and smell it. You look at it. It was frostier. It smelled better. It was like the fucking best. He's like, Tao, he's got a fucking New York accent, this jokey guy. He's like, real entertaining to listen to. But then he's like, then these other fucking jokers come and spend $150,000 to rent out a whole event center or whatever and host after parties and this and that. And they end up winning cups and things like that. So I've always felt sometimes that there are politics and bribes involved in some of the cups back then and now. I don't think that there's ever been a perfect time. But it, I do think it highlights a lot of... Uh, good cannabis and i do know that there's been people that haven't paid like i think midnight roots uh, i believe won a cup in michigan and he had no he didn't even fucking know so when that shit happens you know that there are legitimate cups happening and not every single one's bought and paid for and there's like so many different variations there's like cbd cups and things like that and i don't think too many people are in the fixings for those but maybe they are i am the world champion auto grower always oh, in the house hey you would love uh joe p he says don't grow autos don't grow fems yeah, he's educated. Sounds like a wise man. Sounds Canadian. As much as I've defended fucking autos, I've never grown one myself. So I really, I can't really stand here and recommend them too much when I've never done it myself. Hey, hey that makes sense, Jack. Why would you yeah. offend something that you have no education in? Well, I've smoked a lot of it. A lot of my friends grow it. And I've seen some test results that are comparable. That, that's where I was coming from as far as defending it. And I've seen it grown in the California commercial market, which I think is one of the more difficult markets to be in. in well, you game. said you've seen it grown, but they won't advertise it as an auto. So you're just going based off a name that you, you know. Someone just trying to you, you, you self-accredited an auto based on a name, right? Free those bears test OG. results are well, just based on that self-accreditation. Well, and the other ones are for sure autos. My friends what, based on I, other auto flowering plants. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of teenagers working on a computer going to have some status there, right? I mean, not, shit. I'm not talking no, about... No, you got to get... At least let somebody get their opinion out there before you cut them off, man. So I'm not... 
he doesn't have he doesn't have an interest in actually hearing my opinion. He's formed his opinion. He just wants to shit on other people. I was that's, agreeing with him and saying I've never hey, grown an auto. That's bullshit, Jack. That's a bullshit statement, and you really should apologize. That's not. Well, I'm nice. sorry. I'm yeah, sorry, Andrew. That's what it feels like when you just come in and are cutting me <laughs> no. off before I can even get a word out. No apologies needed now. It's all good, man. We all hate autos. It's cool. I like I Go. said, I've never grown one. I think that the problem with autos is that you can get there's a lot of inconsistency. You might get one that's this tall. You might get ones that's six feet tall. Boom Farms has grown some amazing looking autos in his greenhouse in Canada. Uh, so good on him for doing that. I just haven't taken the risk because my cultivation space is small. I'd rather grow photo periods that are regular, something I'm familiar with that I'd enjoy. But that doesn't mean mm -hmm. it's for everybody. By the way, Absolutely. hey, Major, Red Bell, Bingus, SoCal, Red Green Fingers, Smiley, and Eagle. I didn't say hello to everybody uh, when smiley? I stepped in. Always great to see you, Tom, man. Good to oh, see yeah, you, look Bingus. at all these motherfuckers here. I want to give guys. everybody a hug, man. I feel like some guys need a hug. Big, big hug. <laughs> Love hanging out with you guys, man. It's awesome. It's okay if you smoke, smoke an auto. Come on now. Don't hit yourself. Well, I didn't go that far, Major. I don't know about that. You just Major forgives you. I forgive you. Only true growers grow autos. <laughs> Damn, SoCal. And only motorcyclists can do circles. Hey, you got to be a master grower to grow an auto fam. <laughs> well, shit, maybe, maybe one day we'll, I will get there. I'm just hoping, you know. Just got the fire auto, man. I don't need to upgrade. <laughs> Either way, it was a beautiful day. Eagle, did you ever grow an auto? I'll twice. First time it was fucking fizzled nothing. The second time was like 17. I was past um I dropped five fucking two three three of five were males, which I didn't even think was a fucking thing. I thought that was like a cruel joke. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> oh oh that's what the I mean? truth of the autos. It's a cruel joke. <laughs> and you just don't want to be a part of that joke i'll tell you what save a cannabis plant grow an auto so, <laughs> so we'll bring this back into the light topic man i wonder what what spectrum would play a role in that whole deal too because there's a there's an effect and a balance between the triggering of the two photoreceptors in the plant, and I'm not going to try to rattle nanometers or whatever, but it's basically there's a red and a blue type of photoreceptors in the plant, and if and if you trigger one of them, it's it's photoreaction is such a level, and if you trigger the other, it's photoreaction is such a level, but when you trigger them both together. It's not like one plus one equals two. It's like one plus one equals five. So, so what that tells me is that spectrum really plays a big role in, in the amount of PPFD or the amount of intensity that that plant can deal with at a certain time, as well as the amount of DLI. Because if you have, like, for example, that only triggering one of the 
photoreceptors more than the other, it could cause a lower amount of photosynthetic reaction to happen. So that I think spectrum really plays a big role in how that plant can deal with the DLI throughout the day as well. It totally does. There's a really interesting lab in Michigan at the Michigan State, whatever owns the Spartans. Um, they, it's called Cell Controlled Environment Lighting Lab, where they do controlled environment lighting experiments. Uh, and I don't know if it's quite yet cannabis, but they're doing like pure spectrums of like blue, purple, red, yellow, green, orange, whatever. Then like white spectrums, like 3000K, 3500, 4000, 5000. Um, but to get to what you were talking about specifically, I will name the nanometers because I think it's interesting and I've built my light based on this. The deep red and far red are the two that people are most interested in. The most common ones are going to hear a 660, which is in the PAR range, the typical uh, 400 to 700 range. And then far red, which is 700 to 800. And when you combine those two, you get what's called the Emerson effect because some guy named Emerson discovered it um, by shooting a bunch of single spectrum lasers at plants and recording how much they photosynthesize. And like you said, it's not one plus one equals two because 660 uh, is like an eight out of 10 effectiveness. And then they found 730 on its own was only like, uh, two out of 10. Let's make it out of the 10, actually, to make it easy. Um, when you combine those two, you'd think eight plus two equals 10. Well, no, it was like eight plus two equals like 13 or 14. They're way more effective combined than they were either one on their own. So that is known as the Emerson effect. The other end of the spectrum that you're talking about is the cryptochrome, which starts as early as the UVs below 400, um, but like 440 nanometer blue has specific effects on flowering plants. Uh, in cannabis, it's been known to increase terpene production and anthocyanin production. Those are two interesting ones that I chose to include a few extra blips in that re region to try and get more purple and more So, so Jack, 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 on those spectrums, are we, I mean, are they, um, are there places on earth that have those spectrums? Are we like, on the equator, where are we to, to have this optimal spectrum that you're kind of that we're trying to imitate, basically? So if you're in the sun, you've got anything is in the sun, in my opinion, even if you're in Antarctica, if you could control the environment, the sun is so much better than anything a grow light can put out. Because the sun, if there's a thing called like a spectrum graph, if you looked at the sun, mm -hmm. it starts like here and ends here. We'll use my entire frame as the sun. And it goes like this. And there's like big spikes in the like green and then a bunch of color basically combined and depending on where you're at different spectrums different times of the year based on the tilt of the earth there's a lot of things that play roles on it uh, but tilt. the grow lights are like this which is 400 to 700 nanometers which is the par range for the most part some of them have added above 700 which is like that far red but none of them are like giving infrared heat intentionally, except for like HPS has some of that actually. Um, and then most of them don't have UV on the other end of that spectrum, which is like 400 and below. So you've got your par range here versus the sun spectrum, which is here. So the sun mm -hmm. is just shitting on any grow light. So comparing a grow light to the, the sun, even if you can like make your grow light as I there's like a plasma light out there that I well, think does. I'm glad that you've brought it there because <laughs> I came to get it done because it's beyond my means at this point. And I'm not that good of a tinkerer and I don't have that good, good of tools in a workspace. 
but uh, yeah, I mean, for the longest time, I wanted to engineer my own lights. I guess. Or, okay, now again, the question is there? I'm going to say you didn't answer the question. Yeah, oh, is okay. there, I'm is there, stoned. Is, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> uh, is there a spot on Earth? Is isn't the equator as close as we can get to the spectrum that is being reproduced artificially? No, the question is: Does the is there a place on Earth that has the that far red and the near far red, whatever I, that makes I, the I thirteen got an times? Out of, all I got all an of answer them. Out of what Jack said because what Jack said is you got to look at the spectrums of LED light. Let's, I'm just using it, that one as an example. And the sun, and the sun doesn't, or the sun LED light doesn't match the sun spectrum. For one, the sun has way more green light than any LED light has. LED light manufacturing won't put green diodes in there because they say that they're non-photosynthetically active. And uh, LED well, that's not the case is, anymore because well, white light no has way. a bunch of green. Let them finish. What, white light has a bunch of green. Okay. Now, can't, you finish what you're saying, Red Pill, because I was actually starting to get something out of that. Okay, so the, green, the green light. So it has way more green light than any LED light has. And it also has way more infrared light than LED light. Is right, and, really? and the LED light manufacturers that's another thing they don't want green light and they definitely don't want IR because IR that's your uh inefficiency of HPS that's what they're going away for, and they also think that's non beneficial to the plant. Okay, Jack, what were you saying? Yeah, we're in so court right now. Blurples, uh, they initially thought that we would only use red and blue, they were the most efficient diodes but they are also found to be the most photosynthetically active. And any LED for the most part now is a white light. Not to say all of them, so people still do run blurples, but I'm just drawing a white light spectrum to give as an example versus what you'd see. Now, let me in interrupt you. Let me interrupt because to tell. So basically what you guys are telling me to answer the question real quick before you go into that is there is no place on earth that can, uh, uh, there's no grow room on earth that can replicate any okay. place on earth gotcha all right go ahead jack i'm sorry i just want to make sure i had that down i'm at school so, so sorry i drew like a little graph and this is what your grow light puts off essentially uh, this is the sun where you've got this wide band and i didn't actually draw all the little squiggles but on the outside I'll kind of get it up close, but my lighting is not perfect for this, but you can kind of get an idea. The sun is a giant ass band. Your grow light's only going to cover here to here. And your question was, is there any place on the planet that has that far red and the, um, deep red? Yes, most places, basically everywhere because the sun has it. Uh, okay. The equator gets more of it. It's the closest to the sun. It's like, you know, even when the earth tilts, the equator is always fairly close. It doesn't shift as much as a pole. If you're at the poles, you're gonna be as far away during the winter and as close during the summer, where the equator is constantly the same distance relative to the sun as we go around. So, um, but yeah, the main thing that you need to see is the grow light looks like this. There's actually a, a shit ton of green in the new lights, the white lights, and it penetrates yeah, the That's the biggest valley is in the cyan and green. Because but, white uh, light, that's a lot of people has a misconception about what white LED light is. There's no white LED light. It's still a blue diode. That's why you get a real tall little spike spike on all those. We see white light, but it's actually still a blue diode. 
and they phosphor code it. So like it starts mm-hmm. off, like you're saying, as a blue diode that will be like a 6,000 Kelvin, which is like the, the higher the number, the bluer it is, the lower the number, the redder it is. So yeah, like 6,000 yeah. is whatever, really blue. Whatever they phosphor code, 432 or 435, whatever the hot like three, one is. I, I, I built mine with cobs and the cob LED options at the time were like 3,000, 3,500, uh, yeah. 4,000, 4,500, up to like 6,000, 6,500. Some people would use the 6,500 for a veg because there were some studies mm-hmm. done under that lighting that showed it, it made roots strike more quickly. So now I've, I've grown a, a plant recently. I just harvested the FNA by Lucky Mike in the chat. Hi, Mike. Uh, and I noticed under the Grandmaster level LEDs that with the far reds cranked, uh, the buds are about 25% thicker and bigger. Uh, and when I pulled that plant down, it was heavy. Oh, yeah. Did you get that in the corners too, Bingus? Make sure you get that in the corners too. You got 25% bigger in the corners. I want to see, like, dude, I I wanna can, see I your bud you measurements too. I yeah, want to see your before and after bud measurements. Circumference, <laughs> weight. We need all Fuck those details. Well, like we were talking about, Bingus. <laughs> Fuck you, you motherfucker. You're getting the Emerson effect. Fuck, dude, you couldn't get a decent result with that light, dude. In the corners, they're pulling 400 U moles. In the corner. Smiley was. Hey, chilling. I don't care how many micro freckles per mole it is. It doesn't matter. I'm telling you, sure. the buds are at least 25%. Thicker. <laughs> so, like we were talking about just earlier, the Emerson effect, that might be accounting for that 25% because maybe you never had far red and deep red at the same time. I think his light does have that built into the spectrum. Yeah, it does. And even yeah. if it's 400 at the corners, if it's got enough PPF, which is the overall light, PPFD is per spot. So, if you like go in the corner, that's 400 PPFD in that spot. The center might be a thousand. As long as the plant gets enough DLI, daily light integral, it can reintegrate that energy throughout the rest of the plant. So even if the light isn't getting down to the bottom, if you get enough light up top, I've had a completely shaded bud fill out and nug up. I just left it on the bottom to see what it would do. And I cranked the fuck out of the lights and sure enough, I had enough energy to send it down low. And the so out. so to a new technique should be we should be going growing all our at least one bud all the way within six inches of that light source so that the energy can get transferred to the plant better. Dude, Where it's, it's like it, two two thousand micromoles, maybe maybe thirty five hundred. No, the micro freckles. Are, what's important, Major? Not the micromoles. Those micro freckles, dude. Watts equals yield, bitches. Watts Cheers, all. So I would BWC really like LED light, but it would look like a bar light, but on half the bars it would be green 550 nanometer and white 5k. And then the other bars would be a you know comprised of the 660, 730, 400, and 440. So you why the 660, Red? Because why I 660. <laughs> Cool. But isn't it 680 and above for oh, that Emerson it, effect? It's what Jack about? said for the Emerson effect, the 660 and the, 680, and the 730. 680, 680, 680, not 660. 680. They can both work, Major. So it's a range. So 660 to 700 is what's called uh, deep red. And then 700 to 800 is far red. Ah. So it could be 730. It could be 720. It could be 740. No, it could be 750. Okay, He's now, Jack and panel, and panel. The, uh, I mean, I've been watching LED lights now for what, five years? 
Okay, they have been gotten way better. Are we going to get? How can we get better? I mean, is it even possible? Okay. Yes, it is because they can they, they can continue to add diodes to them and run them at a lower wattage to get the efficiency. Out of them. That's right. I say spectrum is going to make a difference going forward, like uh, Jack was saying. They're going to well, figure out better spectrum. Well, come on now. American well, that's what I was just going to say, we man. We figured that out by now, right? We should have figured that out. Yeah, but, but LED is diodes. They can add the spectrum. Right, right. What uh, I was going to say is different light has makes different spectrum. So, like going to LED, they don't have the same capabilities as making easily the same spectrum. So, right same now, spectrum as the sun. No, right as the sun and as HPS. That's what I was thinking. Like that's or why CMH. The fucking right, they're all different. That's why they're all different too, right? That's why they make different ones because it's easier to make different spectrum. It's gonna be like LED TVs, dude. They're gonna have fucking. Oh my god, damn it! That's what I grow with. Fucking LED. You're right. That's a great idea. No, you're right. I think it's funny that you guys keep comparing the spectrum of light. Of the sun to like one snapshot. Is there one snapshot? I mean, it's measured in Kelvin. The sun's constantly changing temperature yep. and intensity itself, which means the light that hits us has got to be in constant flux. At which, at which snapshot of the sun are we comparing this to? You know what I mean? Which cycle of the sun? How many sunspots? You know what I mean? It, it's... We're doing great it point. at noon at solar uh at at what the hell is it called? Solar Apex. Maximum. Yeah, uh, yeah there you go. solar maximum. Thank no, you. Red, solar, solar, solar maximum is the same exact place at any given one spot at noon. No, noon. Red, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. Go ahead. Okay. What if red pill? There was mm -hmm. a light. All right, that's LED light that had an app that you could customize the spectrum to your your. They thinking. have that. Do they? Yeah. Science yeah. LED, man. Uh, fucking well, my, our my boy's been working for him for years. Fucking yeah, Sergeant Andrew Pepper, right? Sergeant Pepper comes on, gets dabbed out, talks about him. So. I love you, my Sarge. favorite one that did, does that is uh, Helio Spectra. They've also been around for a long ass time. Okay. But, exactly, uh, biggest. There's no results given this improvement. What, yeah, what's saying? Oh, this is a spectra 10% more yield. It doesn't what, exist. What right. Smiley said is, is spot on, though. Smiley is dead on with that. Right now, LED lights have a few hundred, maybe a couple of thousand diodes on them, but LED lights have three, billions. Three, of OLEDs, and there's that's that's where it's going to head to. They're going to. I don't know, Brett, because the penetration no, no. doesn't go with the little ones. I know, but you're thinking of something right now, and you're thinking penetration of like technology, and it's not beyond the engineering, but there's just not a market for it. Yo, is a right. cop just a one big LED diode? No, it's a bunch of tiny, tiny little ones yeah. in there. Uh, if you look right. at it, it's a top bunch of tiny ones packed in. So the efficiency of the output is the thing that's going to increase, and that would require less power, right? 
So you even if it doesn't, wire, Vegas, you can get a broader range, range, right? Even if it doesn't, the cost can yep. go down of each diode. They get better at manufacturing. Uh, maybe the chip shortages or whatever uh, suffice, and we get, you know, manufacturing comes back to normal. They yeah, you start can... manufacturing these things at lower cost. So then instead of putting, like Red Bull said, let's say 2000 is on the, let's say five by five light right now. Maybe they put 3,700. And instead of doing just 3,500K and 660 red and 730 red, they're doing all that, but they're also adding blues and oranges. And then they're like, I have a little Chromecast that goes onto my LED TV. And occasionally it has like sunsets and shit in the background. And I was thinking as Eagle said, or somebody else said, it's going to end up looking like a TV. Well, I think it could almost be like, you know, you're going to cover the entire thing. And then you could set an app yes. to have a sun spectrum of the Bahamas or Jamaica or yeah. Mexico and have it be literally replicating a very high quality yeah. HD stream of what that light is doing in nature at that time to the best well, of its here's, ability. Here's one better for you. If we I made like a green room, green room, grow room, we could do that. We could put a 360 camera in Jamaica and project that on the walls. Oh. And the plants would be in Jamaica. They would we'd actually and, affect them psychologically as well as physically. Cool. Pretty much. <laughs> play, the, play the music from there too, so they hear all the birds. It's, yeah, yeah marimba. Steel drum. <laughs> it's my favorite instrument. You'd marimba. You would just have like a remote setup for like a microphone and a camera that would send the signal to your grow room in the sound. It's like there. secret life of plants, you know, like if you think that you're there in your mind, if you can transport yourself <laughs> mentally, your plants might think it. Cause like they said that that guy went on vacation and when he had a stressful event, the plants fucking knew even when he was in like another state. Yeah. So Eagle, I do right. think. I do think that is going to be the next like curve of it though, is the ability to try to, because like what Eagle is pointing out, the sun is never stagnant, right? There's clouds, there's whatever. It's in a different position in the, in the sky throughout the day. There's a different angle. And I think, I think there'll be some kind of development in that where there's going to be a change in the spectrum, change in the intensity where you might see a light come on at half power you know what I'm saying? In the morning for the first three hours, and then, like, say, around noontime, it's... They, they already do People are doing that, too, already, doing that. Yeah, they have sensors on the roof of the greenhouse, and they have a sensor at the canopy, so it knows exactly mm -hmm. how much they set the DLI. The lights only kick on, especially with the new LEDs. But that's how they're running greenhouses. Oh, even, not so even without the greenhouse, they get through the indoors. The VOCs, right? You're gonna, there's going to be an endless list of things you're going to have to add. Oh, what are we missing? Oh, VOCs from mushrooms. Oh, what, what else are we missing? Oh, uh, interaction with animals, uh, different sounds. There's going to be an endless list of things the industry is going to supply all you indoor growers. Well, I'm going to do I mean, you can grow it outdoors then, and then they could have the people have the choice. Like maybe they can steal an eagle's idea with mushrooms and deer <laughs> eating it. Well, I'm getting a six, biting the deer for the clone. At, at I'm getting a point, six foot by like six foot TV high def, and I'm going to. I'm going to get a videotape of the sun. I'm going to put it on the top of my tent and it'll be the sun <laughs> shining on my plants. Done. Spectrum awesome. and everything. That was fucking awesome. That is genius, though. Do it at high I, noon. I, Do it at high noon. Make sure you get it perfect there. That's dude. right. You can put it like real close to the canopy. Oh, no. There you go, right on. I like I, what Major was saying. I'm going to take that very same TV and I'm going to let the cows move and I'm going to fucking have a nature scene and let them 
think they're outdoors. Oh, that's the side lighting, Eagle. You need the side lighting. You could have like, um, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, the fields on the side. There you go. But yeah. no, they're I'm, doing that too. With plasma, side lighting. From a plasma TV. Sonic Boom, yeah. From a plasma TV. I think side lighting My could be plasma effective. TV side lighting that will have nothing but nature scenes. It'll work. <laughs> it'll it'll help. That little extra. It's what the plants crave. <laughs> That's fucking genius. Plus, when we I mentioned the Emerson seen... effect and all these other little details, these are studies from 1970. I was gonna say like, have it with a bunch such... of deer. With a bunch of deer staring at him, so the plants are like, "Oh fuck!" The whole Both time they see out, a deer, yeah. the deer staring <laughs> at him and shit, right like, away. "Oh fuck!" <laughs> Increase the tarps. Yeah, right. <laughs> Throw an auto. We'll what do they call? What do they call? Got to do a study on that, man. Have the deer come up, man. A forest fire coming close. See if the plants react. Smiley's <laughs> already fighting his deer. What do they call that? The holographic room on Star Trek, where they got the hollow holodeck. Yeah, Yeah, just have a holodeck environment where you could just think about that. Next level, Bingus. Now you're talking. You could really program the shit out of that. (laughs) But what I was kind of getting at, though, is not necessarily like crazy shifts in the spectrum, but it's more more the subtle things. Like I think, I think the lighting we need to kind of. I don't know. Wolf Siegel talks about it as like almost like the way we hear a symphony, right? Like all the notes in a piano can be can be music, right? Just like all the spectrums of light can be a light. But but if you put that into a a sequence where it's it's a harmony and it's a, right. it's a sound, that's a balance, and that's kind of what I think the light is too. Is is like. There needs to be this balance of all these different, you know, tones from red to blue to all through the rainbow, but there's a balance of it almost in it. And, and if you get it right, it's like a symphony, right? But if, if you we get, get it get right, it wrong, it's called creation. Yeah. But if we get it wrong, it's like a fucking, you know what I mean? It's almost chaotic to them, almost like a weird, like a, a an alarm clock or some shit, you know, just fucking eh, 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 going off all day for them. Maybe that it, that's the situation now, Smiley. Maybe no, dude, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, maybe you're after eight hours you're... of hearing a fucking alarm clock going off, they're just like fuck this day, and they droop. You know what I'm saying? But if you had a symphony of light playing for them, they might like twelve hours. Of so it. what was HPS? Was it a jazz band or what, Smiley? Why did Eagle? What, what was it blues? Like blues. Blues people growing under HPS and making quality product for a killer. long time. All of a sudden, it's not killer. good enough. No, hey, it's still killer. Eagle right, so killer that's the question. It. Noah <laughs> grows killer under it. I'm sure Smiley's still got a few of them kicking. There's a ton. I think if you're growing under HPS, chances are you're probably growing dank because you've been doing it for so fucking long. <laughs> yeah. I still got a thing, room. And I was just kind of hitting to it a little bit in chat there. Where. Uh, what was it? Bruce Bugsby hit on uh, Migros channel there was talking about uh, the square wave uh, HPS versus the LEDs. And he was saying, man, I hate to say it, but man, the efficiency of the square wave and the, the what they put out is very comparable, you know, side by side uh, with the LEDs there. You know, it's you get, you know, it was a pretty good one to watch, but I did they, they are still kicking it. You know, they were 
They still have a dog in the flight. The, the new double-ended ones and the upgraded ones, like you're saying, are yeah. really pretty close, especially depending on which LED you're using. It might just be straight up more efficient. The only problem I see is the bulbs having to be replaced every six months to a year. I think there's mercury in a lot of those bulbs, and who knows where they end up. I, I know you're supposed Smart. to properly dispose of them, but not everyone does. And LEDs last three, five, six years. You probably replace them before that because they're more efficient by that time you can afford to replace it, you know. I want to say, Smiley, what you explained there, which was beautiful, by the way, uh, to me, is the harmonization of energy, okay? And that's, I think, what everybody's trying to do is harmonize the spectrum, harmonize, balance, balance everything, you know? And uh, I think we're getting closer. I, I got to agree with the trend and the way that we're going is we're, you know, and it, it aligns with a lot of the esoteric teachings that I kind of get into, but we are raising our vibration. We are learning. We are learning all the different spectrums, how to harmonize, how to, what is our PPFs per joule and how many micromoles per freckle and all that stuff, you know? Well, you know, about that too, a lot of the lights are starting to red load these lights to get more efficiency, right? Going exactly. to put a shitload of reds, pretend that's good. I, okay, GMS lights. G, exactly. Now the GML lights I got in there, I got four, just like I had the spider farmer. Four of the spider farmers flips my switch, my my plug, my breaker. GMS lights, which actually is higher. I think I need to get a meter. Watts. Yeah, it doesn't doesn't yeah. pop the breaker. So does that mean that that's way more efficient? I. That's my conclusion. No, I'm still drawing so many watts, watts a watt. But why it is could one... be the efficiency it's of the driver. It yeah. yeah, efficiency of the gone. driver. I just want to say that amperage would be for your breaker, though. So. Yeah, I'm on a 30-amp breaker, and I can pop it with the spider farmers, and I took the GML lights up and turned them full blast and nothing. No problem. Yeah, that's amps. Smiley's right. So it's less amps with more efficiency but i was going to say that like they were saying how the old school magnetic uh hps ballasts if it was a 600 watt uh light it would draw 620 630 40 whatever from the from the outlet so just because the light says it's 700 watts it might be drawing 800 from the outlet you don't know that's so oh, like i need to get a i need to yeah. get they have one of those meters don't they tell that you can I'm going to get one of those, find out what I'm doing there. I think there's most of the time, though, with Tau, with them HPS, though, that they don't pull that maximum of fucking all the right, time. Just to start. During the heat up, yeah. Then they okay. fucking go down a little bit, a couple amps. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I never had one of those meters, but that's what I was told. That's why the digital ballast was better. It uses it, it ended up saving electricity from the old magnetic ones. Now I'm ready. When, really you don't get the here. lines, right? Yeah, up to the, yeah it's different. It fucks up like radios too, I think. If you got a certain type of radio, the old ballast would mess with them. So people like around could know. Oh, that's right. Uh, I forgot about that. You're right about that. Hey, huh. has, has anyone has anyone ever seen um like like this is for CMH? the fixtures, the shades, the hoods that are uh, made for the double-ended light, but uh, instead of double-ended having two in there. So 
uh, two 315s because they have a 3K and a 4K spectrum. So, you know, but that one reflector has both bulbs in it. So you're basically. I've seen the. Spectrum. My body yeah, runs six, those. 630s. Yep. Yeah, they even yeah, have. At least 630 together with two 315s, but one's a 3K with UV and one's the 4K veg. Red, they even make a, a 10K finishing yeah. bulb or like a. Maybe it's 2K. I can't remember. One my, one of my buddies gave it to me. I used to use the CMH. But <laughs> those dual ones are pretty badass. They do get a little bit more of a hot spot. I think uh, my friends who run the CMH, they get instead of the 630s, they get a bunch of the 315s and then hang them out in more of a even spread. And they got a little bit better results doing that. But I think that it would be cool to, to enter. Like, you know how people used to get checkerboard, HPS uh, with metal halides mm -hmm. yeah so you could do that kind of like i think it's like 3400 kelvin and like 4200 kelvin cmh alternating yeah, to get this is cool the broadest too, spectrum and it's in one reflector too it's two balls yeah. in one reflector yep. so one one four by four light let's say or coverage you know space is getting those things crank 4k being they get hot oh, yeah. is the only thing but uh yeah. they're great I, well, we should talk about that too, Jack. Right? Isn't it still a watt going to produce three point four BTUs? Yes, roughly. but it's directional. So, like with uh, they've taken FLIR camera, forward-looking infrared, and they take uh, pictures of the tent when they're growing under a CMH, like Migro or Migro, however pronounced. He just mentioned earlier. He sells CMH bulbs and he sells LED bulbs. He showed them side by side, and the CMH bulb puts the heat down off of the bulb onto the canopy kind of in a circular pattern it kind of beams down you can feel it if you put your hand under there your hand gets hot where the leds are more spread out and it comes off of what's called a heat sink so although you're putting the same amount of energy into the tent a thousand watts is a thousand watts which makes 3400 btus so ultimately you have to remove that from the area with air conditioning or uh, ventilation with heat it rises, right? So in a tent with LEDs, the heat, like my tent, uh, my cobs have these giant like heat sinks, they're long metal pins and they go straight up to the top of the tent. So some of that heat is, I can feel it radiating off the back of the LED up right into the extraction fan and being exhausted out versus being kind of propelled down onto the plants. So that's one of the benefits of how the heat is distributed from an LED versus a um, HID bulb. Yeah, plus if you use a thousand watt HID, you could use like 700 watts or less of uh, LED to uh, get the same amount of light, which yeah, reduces as far as the PPF heat. Measurement. Well, the, which the reduces the heat in the spot too. The difference that I'm thinking of is going back to the, the sunlight and the IR. And I'm thinking of my room temperature or under the canopy temperature to be let's say 73 to 75, which is kind of contrary to what a lot of people do, especially if they're with LED lights now, their temperatures and humidities are a lot higher. But I'm also gonna have the same exact leaf temperature uh, as them because I'm from 73 to 75 degrees, the IR from HPS or CMH is probably gonna be eight to 10 degrees more than the yeah. air temperature. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. It's like a lot of the guys I know who still run uh, HPS or CMH, 
run their room around 75, 73. But when you hit the plant with a gun, like you're saying, it's like 78 to 82. Um, but the Have you ever uh, taken the temperature of a plant out outside? No, personally, I should. I've got a gun. I should do it. I'm so, always surprised. I've never really how, how thought cool about it, it till now, but man, you have, you put your hand on one of these LEDs and under the one of the IRs, man, and you it'll burn your hand. Hot. Yeah, you will feel not necessarily, you know, putting your hand up to the diode, the light itself being blasted out of there will fucking cook your hand. So how is that causing hot spots in your canopy as well? You know, from that fucking straight line penetration, basically from the LEDs, should they be put on? Should the IR be on movies for that reason, or some type of you know to even that out? It can't be when it comes to that type of light, that kind of heat. A fan isn't going to help you. You know what I mean? That's are that's, you you shaking your leaves, getting that motherfucker out of that, you know, that laser beam will help, but it ain't going to necessarily help a hot spot uh, being blasted plant, down the, the, in that area. It's kind of like us and how we can transpire and cool ourselves off, right? I'm always surprised cool. the temperature of the leaf out, outdoors, despite it being 35 degrees and right in the sun. The plant's still only 20, 24 27 degrees maybe it, it it doesn't really get that hot their ability so to manage really, the heat if it has water it is incredible you're right yeah it doesn't really matter it's only our perception <laughs> wanting evenness these numbers to be all even to the plant i don't know it doesn't it doesn't matter that in much physics, in, uh, in physics called evaporative cooling so when something is evaporating off of a surface the surface that it's on cools down and that happens with everything Leaves, tables. Whatever. Dude, that that's how I check the plants, and and I go down the rows with one of those little laser pyrometers, and it checks leaf temperature, and I can see what room temperature is roughly, and then I can gauge on an average down a row of plants, and they're typically three to four degrees below what saying room temperature is. And then all of a sudden out of the row, there'll be one that's actually at room temperature or it's two to three degrees above room temperature. And those are always the ones that are having some kind of an issue where they're either too wet or they're too dry. Something is, is fucking up their transpiration to where they can't evaporate. Like Redfield just said, it's that evaporative cooling. But it's a way to gauge if your plant is is transpiring properly or not. In my opinion, it should be about two to three degrees below what room temperature. Is. <clears throat> yeah, they got the drones taking or is that whole drone now, right? Sorry, they, I can fly these, they fly drones over these crops now and take temperatures and gauge what's going on. They airdrop their freaking bugs. There's a thing called parabug. They drop their uh, beneficial <laughs> insects onto the plants with drones so you could be like what? a lazy uh lazy uh gorilla grower hop on your drone and just fly out don't have to apply them yourself Ooh, actually, i like, like older that. farmers that are mobility a lot of farmers i think the average age is like between 50 60 plus in the united states so for them using that type of stuff to scout find where insects are actually damaging the crop apply spot directly uh apply 
beneficial insects and then be able to continue to scout the rest of the crop is extremely beneficial. So it's cool use of technology being applied yeah. in certain circumstances. Those Scouting are, with the drones too for bugs. That's brilliant. Those are cool pictures too. And they show that shit over time where it shows like the infrared on the feet, like across the whole acre or whatever, 10,000 or whatever is probably, but you see it across the field, go from like red to green to red and different spots where it was like, yeah, this spot got flooded out when it rained and then they weren't, you know, transpiring well for that. And this other spot ran dry on the hill. And, but you, you know, I kind of, you can see some of that shit go over time where, yeah, these farms, it's amazing. Like how much land a certain, a small, small crew of guys can cover nowadays with the equipment and shit. It's fucking unbelievable. Well, and how efficient some of these people are on their, you know, few acres or even like a quarter acre, what some people are able to pull off. It's uh, amazing. The internet is so powerful, giving people the information to, you know, learn and improve their techniques and get better with time and adapt when new technology or things come out and try it. And if it doesn't work, then get rid of it. If it works, then they can take it on. Farmers have been doing that for hundreds of years, so uh, I'm glad that Power is getting started to get back into the process. Power aside now. <laughs> I've been kind of watching the farms around me. Like, I, I don't know where my barn's at. It's in the middle of some cornfields, and I really admire the guys. I know they I know they kind of conventional farm or whatever because I see them spraying the different stuff, you know, the herbicide and then the, the – uh, what's the other one? The um, ammonium. Pesticide. Hey, that shit's legal in organic uh, food. If you look at the organic, there's a lot of approved pesticides, Smiley. So uh, there are people out there that are growing organic, spraying certain pesticides. No, I've seen them pull. They did some trick where they had a crick. There's a crick that runs on their land, and they had, like, one of their tractors. They, They strung a hose, and it looked like they were tilling, and they were pumping the water in behind them as they were tilling or whatever. So it looked like they were, like, doing like a deep soak of it or some type but they had a hose run to the creek and they were and that hose was dragged all the way across the field it was a huge five inch fucking hose it wasn't cheap but they did that in like the fall and in the spring or whatever and i don't know but i'm kind of curious to see what they'll do this year i just seen they tilled and it looked like they planted i'm, I'm wondering if they changed up because he runs corn and soybean but like I don't know. You hear about all the fertilizer pricing and shit. I'm just curious if they switched up what they're doing. And low chance, man. Farmers still, don't like changing shit still up. They planted something, right? I mean, well, they do examine the value of like the crop. So they might plant more soy this year than corn, depending on how heavy the fertilizer. Market. Yeah, and, and what's more valuable. So they do calculations like that and stuff. But I think you're right. For the most part, if they're a corn farmer, they're going to go corn. And a lot of government contracts insure in the U.S. If you grow X amount of corn, they pay you X amount per bushel and you just keep growing it. And that's your if you have a big farm, that's kind of your only path. And some of these people have up years and down years, but that's they just march forward and do the best that they can. Like Sean said, it's kind of you got to admire it in a sense, even if they're doing conventional, it's a noble cause they're trying to feed people at the end of the day they're growing food for the world and uh, whether we agree with that methodology or not it is getting people fed and 
He grows a beautiful field, man. Like the corn is gorgeous. That's what I was just going to say. It's like all even straight across. He irrigates. Yeah, sure. It looks good. But if you actually examined it and were were aware of those pesticides and what they do to you and the long-term effects, you probably wouldn't want to eat that fucking corn. Not alone be around it. The problem is, is like, it's easy to say those things, but then it's harder to come up with the a solution that's as good as you know what i'm saying no, like no it isn't smiling kind of like saying, gotta get rid I'm of in, gasoline i'm in favor it. they spray the bad stuff so smiley doesn't have to <laughs> i spray man i don't know i, I no, the bad stuff the bad stuff your area is clean i want them to use the most toxic shit on earth so that there's like a perfect circle around your grow that nothing can get past <laughs> Smiley, they have cleanliness, man. Red, that's a really good silver lining. I appreciate the optimism in that perspective. That's a good way to look at it. Thanks. It's clean grub. True, though, as well. I mean, if I didn't have any pests, my my predators wouldn't thrive. You have predators? I'm out of here, guys. I'm going to bed. <laughs> Cheers, y'all. Cheers, Cheers out, Vegas. Vegas. Good to see you, kid. Great Good to see you. Jack, I didn't mean to piss you off, so I hope you didn't. Oh, you didn't. Right. I, I don't take offense to anything. I'm always happy to see you. And I All hope right, you have buddy. a great night. Take care, guys. Good seeing you always. Yep, yep. No, I don't have no bubble, man. It's just it's just good vibes all the time. So everything wants to hang out. My Speaking of that, my uh, I seen my praying mantis the other day. They're getting fucking good size, so they're eating something. I'm digging that. I don't know what they're eating, but each other. Yeah, that's what, that's <laughs> what somebody told me. They eat each other. Look at the size of them. What, you think they're going to eat some spider mites for you? No, nope. I I don't think so. I think they're moved on to bigger things. But there's stuff that flies around in there. I mean, there's whatever. There's, <laughs> There's some shit flying around in there. You said your situation's not completely sealed, right? So, I mean, there mm-hmm. is a tendency for stuff to be able to creep in. And praying mantis do eat each other. I think if you can get them on, like, far enough away plants, I think the way that your grow is situated, they're too close to each other. They can just get to each other easily enough, and the bigger one just eats the smaller one until there's only one left in a certain area. You might be able to have like one on one corner and one on the other corner of the grove. Yeah, two battle it out all the time. I spread I'm them out. Though. They do come out. They come out of those sacks like hundreds, dude. Yeah. There's hundreds yeah. of them. And where I had it was like under one of my veg tables on some old pots or whatever. And they were all the fuck over there. So I, I was trying to like catch them and like spread them out across the room. But they're quick and they hop. They like jump. It's weird. And so, yeah, anyway, I wasn't too good at catching them. So I just kind of heard. They have wings, right? Yeah, I was like fucking them all away from each other and shit, making sure I chase them this way, chase them that way. chase. So I got a few of them around and I don't know. I've, I've, yeah, I think there's, they're hanging out. I don't think they just eat each other. You just got to be entertainment, man. (laughs) They eat everything, but uh, you're right. They're they're tough to catch. They're little assassins flying around. I don't know what kind of guys you guys got, but I could catch mine. I put them everywhere. I put some outside. I put some in like every corner of my, uh, in all the rooms everywhere. But, and, and then like, yeah, I have, uh, the one spot I was at had open windows. Those things got big, and I caught them eating shit all the time, dude. 
video. What was the temperature like for you, Smiley and Tao? I'm just curious because I feel like it was nice and warm here, and I think yeah, it was warm at the time. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's also different species too, or like subspecies, or there's all sorts. Yeah, you could like get special ones from China and shit that look like you know aliens with like you know. Like elbows that are like you know crazy looking. <laughs> They're already alien looking, man. <laughs> they all look alien, right? They do like alien shit. Yeah, already. Yeah, People fight bugs right? online, so I think Tao's right. People spend like high dollar on certain insects. They breed them and make them look crazy. Or Put my money on that giant scorpion, man. Would Peter and make that an outlaw? Why would somebody outlaw insect fighting like that? Do you think that'd be? We used to fight crayfish when we were kids. We'd go to this pond and you'd drag a bucket across the ground, bring it up to shore and fucking dump it out and catch whatever crayfish were in there. And then we had the old uh, coffee cans and you'd drop them down in that coffee can and they couldn't go nowhere. They'd back up and they'd be fucking pinchers out and shit, fighting to the death. We had, oh, we had like the little betting ring on that when we were kids. <laughs> Every year, me and the boys used to go out fishing and get right shit faced and spend the night. But at night, that's when the crayfish come out, dude. And they're real easy to catch. We come on the edge of the rocks and almost to the edge of the shore, man. Just with their pinchers out, just feeling. And if anything goes by, they'll snatch it. So you just can catch them real easy, man. Like hundreds, and we cook them up in the morning, have a little Cajun style fucking. Uh, crawdads there you go you gotta let them fight to the death first yeah he's eating them can you eat Cajun. scorpion green fingers you can eat anything if you're determined to there you go you good point yeah, they, i heard they do that in vietnam there's like deep fried scorpion and deep oh yeah that's right they do that shit in arizona and mexico if you look around mexico yeah you can eat anything you put your mind to (laughs) yeah you can (laughs) cicadas are the big one they're like 30 grams of protein or some shit in one cicada i heard that was like the new yeah like people were serving them in restaurants and shit like that's yeah like the superfood and shit they freeze them before they serve them you guys heard about the dmt cicadas what uh, is that why everybody's eating them? They trip out. Yeah, everyone's well, like, "What?" You still, <laughs> yeah, you still gotta take a M, uh, MAOI because the DMT is broken down by your stomach acids. But yeah, there was hallucinogenic uh, cicadas going around. That's why my dogs bite them. No, I get why people want to eat an insect now. Well, it's like the toad, you know. Toads can uh, oh, yeah. the toad venom can get people super high too. It's uh, there's a few things in nature that I mean the cacti. It's Martin, full of it. Poison. The yeah. Nature is crazy. I'm not down with the insect protein. I'm just going to say that now. Like, I'm, I'm with you on that, Smiley. It out my, my stomach. My uh, boy, Dr. MJ, he worked in like South America, and they call it, like I don't know, chiliquitas or something. Have it's you guys like ever a, tried it? Protein. I haven't. It, I, it, it fucks my stomach up. I would... I would feel bad because I wouldn't want to offend anybody while I'm like, you know, traveling or eat like there. I'd probably end up spitting it out or throwing it up and feel terrible. Throw it I'm, up. I'm too yeah. mentally soft. I know I'm not like the wild boys. I can't go around 
uh, doing all this shit. Oh, you know, maybe it's I'm not that adventurous, I should say. What about the sushi bar? You don't get the sweet shrimp with the head still attached. I'm cool with shrimp. Yeah, okay, shrimp I some sushi. The shrimp sushi. still looking back at you. Those eyes, I got to take the eyes off every time. I'm all the head. That's more. Eyes, eyes got to go. That's more gross than eating insects, eating raw fish. Uh, just the eyes on the sweet shrimp head. That's like the only uh, thing. I, I, like. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not like a sushi expert. I only do like a California roll. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> how many parasites can those people see, right? With the naked <laughs> eye. <laughs> yeah, the whole shrimp head. Too much. It's like the shrimp There's head this dude, food. if you've ever seen the show Entourage, the guy who played Ari Gold, his name is Jeremy Piven. Dude was so obsessed with sushi, he ate it all the time. And ended up getting himself mercury fucking poisoning. Mercury poisoning. That's uh, one of the uh, lyrics in Sipping on Some Scissor. It says, I ate so much shrimp, I got iodine poisoning. <laughs> I did both. I got mercury and fucking iodine poisoning or whatever from seafood, from shellfish, and from tuna, a poke bowl. How long until we're getting radiation poisoning from the fucking seafood? I got both at the same time. That's where the shitty part. But the half of the now here. Fukushima, baby. Yep. Yep. The Pacific Bluefin migration route goes between uh, like Southern California, Northern Baja, and Japan. And they're already starting to pick up radiation levels and shit in those fish. That's what we call awesome. That's awesome. I don't need a whole lot of fish, so. And I no. actually, ever since Fukushima, I've been a little bit nervous about going in the ocean. As close as I live, if fucking, when a giant ass nuclear plant in the same ocean that you live next to, dude, you could be the next Aquaman, man. Radiation is good. Don't you guys watch the Hulk, uh, all that stuff? You turn into now, a you superhero. Come over here, visit me, and you can come jump in. Sorry. Okay. We don't have to worry about the radiation from Fukushima. We got to worry about the shit from Tijuana. <laughs> just the shit from the local fucking the local fucking outline whatever fucking toilet or sewer system you have might be we got a nuclear plant people. right here San Onofre yeah. nuclear yeah. plant it, it looks like a lady Fukushima. laying down at the beach there's two of them yeah. I think Fukushima you know what I'm talking about? Planned. it was planned Fukushima was planned to take out the Kraken that's what their plan is <laughs> it was ah, Loch Ness. The world. It was yeah. Nessie, dude. They're trying to kill Nessie. <laughs> Fuck Nessie. Sorry. And Godzilla. I have problems with Nessie, bro. What's your beef with Nessie? I want to hear that. I'm How afraid he's gonna eat me when I'm in the fucking sea. Fuck. Yo, that's scary. There is a um, GPS thing I seen where they had a tagged a, a great white shark. It was like fucking oh, fuck 10, that. 12 foot or something. It got and swallowed it, by something. Yeah, dude, and it drops like 3,000 <laughs> foot in like oh, short, oh. short order. And like, yeah, like there's the, I don't know how else you'd explain that other than some kind of a giant squid or some fucking, oh, and it's temperature thing. raised. The temperature was raised from what water temperature was. Like it was like, obviously eaten by something that's everyone's crazy, talking dude. about aliens in space dude they're in the fucking ocean that deep yeah, down shit ocean. we don't know what the fuck is down there i believe that i, believe that. I agree so my veins were popping out of my arm smiley and i had the uh thermometer gun in my hand one vein was three 
and it's consistent. The one vein of my arm is three degrees warmer than the other vein of my arm. That's not good, Tom. That's not good. I, think, I don't know. One must be going to the heart or one must be going away from my heart or something. It's bizarre. <laughs> one's connected to the main artery. Something's going on, but yeah. That's but weird. How temperature. Yeah, one's your heat and one's your coolant. Yeah, it's like temperature. <laughs> when he was talking about the the, the uh, thing getting eaten, yeah, totally different temperatures on your body too, right? Dude, there was a thing they used the temperature gun and watched this Buddhist monk meditate, and he increased his temperature of his hands and feet by twenty degrees by breathing, just sitting there breathing. He was like, "I'm gonna make my feet and hands warmer." So that's crazy ass shit people are capable of. Wim Hof fucking yeah. sits in an ice bath for an hour and his core body temperature doesn't drop by a degree. That would kill most people. They don't well, know that's that how we do it in Canada, man. That's standard operation in Canada, baby. Psychos. <laughs> <laughs> We're crazy. You ever do it in high school? Crazy auto smokers. I would go up to my chest and because I fucked my back up in high school. So we would do ice baths for track or football and basketball. And that shit's pretty brutal, but it really helps. I think the hot cold therapy, if you have like a sauna and ice and you go back and forth, I think there's like heat shock proteins. Dr. Rhonda Fitzpatrick on Joe Rogan always talks about that shit. But uh, I think cold also lowers inflammation. And uh, when you get out, it increases the blood flow and things like that. So has anybody done that though? Like, the polar dives other than like sports or whatever i guess you were talking about but i used to take ice baths when i played football but that was only for like two years i fell through the ice and then fuck i had a fuck ice baths does that count the cold water like that it fucking takes your breath away it's hard to breathe <laughs> oh man not only that i had to go back in because i didn't want my snowmobile to freeze up so i have to go back in after running home being scared i'll go back <laughs> <That's> <laughs> All right, jump back in <laughs> smiley when i was on vacation i was at a hotel and the pool was not heated and it was like 50 degrees outside the water was probably around 50 or colder uh, but they had a jacuzzi and my wife like tried to step in like one foot at a time and she's like, Oh no, fuck this. And she just jumped right into the hot tub or whatever. But I just went over to the deep end and jumped in. And I think if you just like have it hit you all at one time, it's easier than like gradually going in. And once you're in there, if you just like breathe for a little bit, you kind of almost get numb to it. But that's the most recent I can think of that I did like a cold and a hot and I definitely think it uh, relaxes the muscles, things like that. Uh, after it shocks the shit out of you, then you relax a little. I'll just skip the cold part. I'll go in the hot tub. That sounds all right. It's cool. When There's a lot of benefit it. to that, man, if you have access yeah. to it. It's really cool. It's a lot of instant relief. Like if your knees or something are in pain, like right after that cold that heat fucking in that cold again with the hot uh, tub you just gotta stay hydrated and i gotta agree with fucking green figures there man 
I fucking have had quite a few injuries and it wasn't necessarily until I blew out the fucking shoulder there that I became a big fan of the fucking ice, man. Look, I'd be, I'd fucking put that shit on there, bare skin, and I'd be like, oh, this shit shouldn't feel this good. <laughs> this cold shouldn't feel this fucking good. It's a thing. It hurts so good. There's a need for the cold. Yeah, take a cold shower after your regular shower every night or day, and it will increase your like your blood flow and give you longer life or some shit. It turns your your fat from like white to brown, so you can better handle cold weather. They've seen that in like Eskimo tribes and people that live in like the Northeast, like Boom Farms and Eagle, who are crazy asses who go out there and shovel snow with like shorts on and do their whole driveway by hand. <laughs> That shit builds you like a different tolerance. Like when he, let's say he came to California, he would be able to handle way colder weather than most of the typical people here. We'd be wearing like sweaters. It's like 50 degrees out. People are shivering and cold. Eagle comes here, it's 50 degrees. He'd be wearing shorts and a fucking tank top and he'd be wandering out around the beach. Like, you know, not cold probably for the most part, but people out here can't handle that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I like Tao's cookie plan on living longer, better than the hot cold therapy shit. <laughs> the I hot is great. Yeah. If you like a hot tub, just drink a lot of fucking water or Gatorade or something, because the only bad thing is you can get real dehydrated if you stay in too long, and that could fuck you up. But other than that, their hot tub has a ton of benefits. And the chemicals depend on if you drink salt. I see like a salt one or like... That's that's the best. Like a regular chemical fucking swimming pool fucking sucks, but the salt water ones fucking super fucking fire. I love that shit. So buoyant, but fucking float so easy. You ever do the float? The float tanks? No. It's crazy, man. I I've done it twice. Uh, it, the dude crash up in Venice Beach. He has this thing called the float lab. And it's this like giant metal container. You like shower off with like these like little organic soaps and their little bathroom or whatever. And you jump into this thing that's supposedly like UV treated and filtered a bunch of times. I don't know. You jump in there and you fucking float. It's black. And uh, it's kind of very meditative. This kind of got me into meditation because I wasn't able to like ever clear my mind before that. But it, you like write a few things down. You want to like, I don't know, think about going there. Fucking light your mind. How many hours were you in there? Two and a half. Oh shit! Did you start tripping yeah. out? My buddy was, does it. The first, like, so the first time I did it sober, and the second time I did it under extremely high dosage of cannabis edibles, and like had smoked a fuck ton before I went in. <laughs> and b- both times, you kind of get visual effects at a certain point, and you definitely—I don't know—it's sort of a trip for sure. The sensation I got for sure—I uh, had like two like visions, I guess. One was like you would kind of expect I felt like I was floating down a river and that kind of like I started seeing like stars in the sky and I felt like I was in nature and like a fucking forest started forming around me and then that like transitioned to like seeing like a vision of like hiking a, a tall hill or mountain and uh, those were like the most things that would come to mind nothing like super crazy I guess some visual sensations that you might have if you close your eyes when you eat a fucking ton of edibles <laughs> but nothing out of the ordinary there hey eagle let's do a sea giveaway yes, man how many weed nerds over there 75 
75. Oh, I see some uh, auto. Yep. Some uh, auto pins. GMO cross with Fruity Pebbles OG number five. Cross with Hot Rod. Lucky number. Lucky number. Winning. We'll pick a number. Hey, hot, the Hot Rod is from Dungeon Vault Genetics. The GMO Fruity Pebbles OG is from the Sacred Cut Seeds. Canadian's best. Canada's best. So is this only for Canadians? This is for anyone? No, fuck. Fuck, it's for everyone. Okay. Besides international. U.S. I'll even ship to Mexico. Right. Photo periods are for losers. U.S., Canada. Yeah. So this is for Americans only. North Americans America, only. North Americans. Mexico, U.S., and Canada. <clears throat> We're all North Americans. Yes. And maybe maybe uh, Ukraine. People in Ukraine. Help help them out yeah, too, just, just a little. Hey, I'll ship uh, you Ukraine. I, but it's uh, only I like a a dollar fifty to send this stuff. So yeah, no problem. Yo, can yeah. I do a? I want to do a C giveaway only to the Russians. Only Russians can win. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Anybody in Russia in the chat? <laughs> yeah. I got you. Yeah. While we're doing the seed giveaway, I got a cool story about sensory deprivation tank that uh, relates back to earlier topic or earlier people spoke about. Uh, Has anyone ever heard of John Lilly? John Lilly. Uh, uh, Todd McCormick. Okay, he, he's done sensory deprivation tanks. He got put on to him by this John Lilly character. The John Lilly character is a psychonaut and scientist, and his whole thing was trying to crack the language of dolphins. He was convinced that someday he could uh, make a common language with dolphins and, and humans. And him, a bunch of his science assistants and all that did a whole bunch of weird stuff with dolphins. And, Anywho, weird circles of friends kind of tangle and Todd McCormick uh, hung out with this dude. And I don't want to I don't want to tell the story because Todd McCormick would probably tell it better. So if that ever does happen on the Eagle interview, we got to remember to bring up his uh, tripping and doing sen- uh, sensory deprivation tank stories with uh, this John Lilly character. Did they do a bunch of ketamine and try and talk to each other in the other tanks? That yeah, that's the people? thing. Yeah, he he kind of had like a freak out thing. Like he didn't know what he was in for. He just wanted to do the sensory deprivation tank. And uh, John Lilly asked if right when he was getting in there, if he wanted to get shot up with ketamine. And then just out of like, uh, you know, being like whatever respectful in someone's house, he accepted just because he was, you know, just happy to be able to hang out with them. He didn't know what he was quite in for, but knew thought he could handle it. And then I guess kind of like was freaking out and was thrashing around. And uh, people were like, what do we do? How do we handle this? And uh, John Lowe was like, I know what to do. And they had another tank and he, he shot himself up with like the same dose or his version of tolerance wise equivalent to what Todd had. And then he hopped in the tank, uh, let the you know effect basically take on and then found him in the astral realm and it was like hey todd come on it's all right come back over here 
and then the two of them went back into reality together. Oh, yeah, you better have a shot for the operator because that motherfucker's going to ruin your trip laughing his ass outside of that deprivation tank fucking listening to you make fucking dolphin noises. He's going to at some <laughs> point go, will you shut the fuck up? I'm trying to concentrate. <laughs> you got to go in deep with that dude. Otherwise, you're just going to be sitting out there enjoying that shit. That's, that's, that's actually a story I'd like to hear right there. I've got a fatty in a few hours for that story. <laughs> I was gonna say he's like Dora ta- the from Finding Nemo trying to talk to whales and shit. I made a comment in chat, but uh, Tao, if you sent seeds to Russia, would that count as American aid to Russia? War crime, I believe they would call it. Is that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I might get in trouble because of the sanctions. Yeah. I'll keep in. it on the down I, low. I totally spaced off the giveaway there. Is this yeah. like a Congress? T- is this? Are you trying to instill like a Congress type giveaway here? Is this a rider? To the majors giveaway or is this two <laughs> separate giveaways because it really complicates things if it's a rider no just do the major just do the majors back to back giveaways smiley come on man make it a triple threat all right majors we got our number you guys hopefully know the deal one guess one guess only unless you've seen your number then you can have one another guess. Multiple guesses will get you disqualified. You have a minute and 30 seconds. Good luck. Thank you, Major. You guys can talk. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to throw them off. Sensory deprivation <laughs> is yeah. if you do freak out in a tank or if you fall asleep. A lot of people are like, well, you're in water. Like, what if you fell asleep? It's like black. I might just pass out and like waste your money. Most likely, that water is so fucking salty. If you fell asleep, you're not going to hold like the pose of your hands above your head or like to your sides that you need to maintain to not flip over and get water in your eyes, nose, and mouth. So if you fell asleep, you're going to be immediately awoken by extremely salty fucking water in your eyes, nose, and mouth. So uh, I don't think there's ever been a reporting of like drowning or any incidences of things like that. So. They probably give you like a pillow, right, Jack? Did they give like something for your neck not to do that? Nope, nope, nope. There's so much salt in there. Probably when was the last time you did this? Now the new regulations. Probably someone died. So now there's a, you know, little head thing so you don't drown. No, I don't think anybody's died or drowned. I was just saying some people have like fears or they're claustrophobic. You can like put a towel on the door that like keeps it propped open if you don't want to have it shut all the way. So there's like, you know modifications people can do because i do realize there are people out there that have certain phobias that may still benefit from something like that the other thing is your skin when you're done it's like you went almost feels like you got a massage and um because it all the tension is off all your muscles you're not for two and a half hours it's almost like laying in a bed but you're not having to there's no pressure points or anything and then you get out and you feel like silky because you're just covered in these like epsom salts so you get out and shower off or whatever, but your skin still kind of retains for maybe a day or more kind of the effect of being in 
that type of bath. You think there was chlorine in it? You're just feeling like something like greasy chlorine effects for a couple no, days. It, I'm pretty sure it was just <laughs> Epsom, like a, like a thousands. Of, I, mean, I think you said it was like a close to a thousand pounds of Epsom salt. That's why you float so good in it, probably then, right? Yeah, it's like the Dead Sea. They're like kind of replicating, but then they black everything out with like a rubber tarp inside of what like looks kind of like a meat locker or refrigerator kind of thing. It's just like a metal unit with a door that opens up, step in, and it's heated to your body temperature too. So you like the sensation is like you don't feel anything. Is kind of what they're trying to replicate, I guess. It's just like just warm like, pee. <laughs> I think we so, <laughs> who was the winner? I was fucking laughing my ass off as I was watching everybody oddly shoot low and shit. I'm like, wow, this is weird. I've never seen him kind of shoot this low, everybody. Then fucking Hillbilly finally asked, what was the high number? And I thought, we never really threw out a limit. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, at least 75, yeah. right? There's no range. <laughs> Bunch of confused guessers. I don't know. High, low, high, low. I was just going to say, the number was like 250. Right. Yeah, the number was like 257, and I think Blind Cat won, won it with like 213. I didn't see any closer. And the other ones were like way above it, above 300. So, I don't know. Yeah. The blind cat 420? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hit Don't me up on IG, man. To make this story just a hair funnier, I didn't realize I didn't even realize this until after I kind of went back and read chat after I hit stop. Yeah, because I seen Hillbilly ask, you know, what's the high number? So I, I'm giggling and I write, I was waiting for somebody to ask and I hit enter and I fucking write 300 and then I scroll back in chat. His, his number was like what, 312 or something or 381. And so I undercut him right as soon as he asked the question. I didn't realize I had undercut his bit. He's like, I retract my 12. That's kind of funny. Garno the major on IG, hit me up, man. It's the 22. 420. Oh, cheers, Pete. Cheers, boys. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Smoking this Death Star I got Captain 420. Oh, yes. Let's hear this 1922 cut story. Come on now. How is it? How is it, Smiling? Tell us, man. All the hype that he. I'm going to tell you. Let me tell you. You're going to tell us, all right? It's really potent. And it's it's really flavorful. Strong strong smell in the jar. Strong smoke. (laughs) What's it taste like? Give us some terpenes, Smiley. It's got that... I don't know. It's like an old school, like... Danky kind of flavor to it. The Death Star is hard to describe, man, but it's like Death Star. It's like any Death Star I've had. I, I don't know how else to really. It's a pretty unique flavor. 
but I would put it in the earthy to uh, basement earth. Yeah, funk. It's, it's got that dank though, or it lingers in the sinus and kind of hangs around. Come on, Jack, what are those terps, man? <laughs> Earthenine. Yeah, it is. I think it's that maracine or whatever. Well, carry when I think island. of Death Star, I think of Sensi Star. And uh, Subco once had a description of what he thought Sensi Star smelled like. Margarita, a margarita mix. And I kind of thought that it's kind of got like a spicy vegetable, cucumber, tomato thing going on. Well, up the line, Kat. Did you just win some seeds, man? Was that yeah. you? Yeah. Uh, thank yeah, you. Now that, he, now that he won, he could come up on panel now. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, Flying Cat. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, Jumping on for the 420. You were just waiting for that, weren't you, man? You should have stayed in to get fucking towels, fucking smileys. <laughs> you have been loaded up, man. <laughs> Hell yeah. Thanks, guys. This shit was fun. <laughs> So what was that? Uh, what was that variety again? You said it was the an GMO auto? Fruity Pebbles OG. <laughs> Hot Rod it, Auto, baby. Is it really an auto? <laughs> no, man. No. Okay, I was like, no. I was, I was like, That'll uh, be you can look up. Uh, look up the Dungeon Balls Genetics Hot Rod. All right, that's like a Mendo Breath fucking or uh, Mortal Breath, Mortal Breath, I think, or Mendo. Not too sure, dude. Um, I think with the grandpa's breath they have going with that, and of course the GMO, you know that shit, and the fruity pebbles OG. Yes, just, I just got the I just got the S ones going now, so I'm not too sure. You know, should be fruity. Nice, hell yeah. And, and so it should be fruit gas, right? With the hot rod, hot rod's really gassy. Unless you get like a GMO dominant, you know, funky garlic shit. That'd be kind of cool too. Garlic gas, fruit gas, or a combination of that shit. Boundary right. fire auto. I mean, right, regular. <laughs> if, if GMO dominates, it's going to take a little while to finish. <coughs> like 12 or 13 weeks, huh? You know, I was surprised that this one was the, the GMO for the Parallel OG was done the fucking uh, mid October, man, at the 45th parallel. It's fucking awesome. No mold issues. Winner. Curious to see how it'll do inside for uh, Blind Cat. Oh, I do outside too. Well, well oh, green. I do both. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't discriminate. <laughs> and I they're both bowl. great. I was talking about how great the sun is earlier. Shit, if I yeah. legally could right now, I would be. I just got a ten by ten. Fucking, I still haven't set it up yet, but I think I'm doing it tomorrow actually. So. Supposed to be popping seeds tonight. I jumped on here and started smoking. What are you I doing, Jackie? Out. What you got going on, man? It's always a game time decision. I got a few in the lineup that I'm thinking of, but probably uh, Hella Jelly from uh, Humboldt Seed Company or the something that I was gifted from uh, 
Sungrown 707, Nutter Butter, or Garlic Butter. It's like a GMO cross. Same company? Yeah, all HSC. I haven't tried any of their stuff, man. Anyone on the panel? I mean, I've the HSC smoked, grows. I smoked some of Sungrown 707s, and it was fantastic. Um, but also, even at a dispensary, they had the pineapple upside down cake, and I passed on the cut like three, four years ago now at this point, <clears throat> because I was like, that's a bullshit name. That'll never live up to its name, because a lot of stuff back then uh, was disappointing in my experience. If it had a, the fancier the name, the less likely it was to live up to it to some extent. But this one, like two years <laughs> after seeing the clone, I got a jar of it. Sure enough, cracked it. And it smelled like pineapple with like a hint of vanilla. So it was fantastic. It was great smoke, good high. And uh, I felt like stupid for passing on it. It, it was, was at that wool. moment that Jack that I knew I fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> right, when you got that 100. smell, right? <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> it's around, though. You can buy seeds of it. And it's uh, fairly stable from what I understand. A lot of people online have bought it, grown it, and really enjoy it. Uh, a guy that I'm supposed to be working with has already acquired seeds for whenever the operation begins. Very cool. In Can't say I have a pineapple. Pineapples, I had no luck finding them yet. I have some other suggestions for strawberries that kind of might still exist for you because I know you were looking for that and you said it might be hard to find. Um, I got a, like, I got the strawberry, man. Sour oh, okay. strawberry from Bog. Oh, yeah, I took a couple fire. packs and I opened it up. But there's some sweet fucking uh, strawberry in there. But I still have to say it's it, it's still like a a three percenter in a good hundred population to get the good strawberry. In, in my particular bog, yeah, yeah, it's quite the hunt. Just so identify when you find more, it. Uh, hippie goggles in the in the flower room, so it's a total of three. Smiley. That's badass, man. Hell yeah. Pretty tall, dude. They're the some of the tallest bitches in there. Yeah, they, they all seem to be really pretty vigorous. That's what Buddy Kilowatt was saying in chat earlier, too. His were all kind of shooting up. That mm. sky color male, dude, that brings a lot of all this all of them that I've ran I have a pretty nice vigorous structure to them. You know what I mean? It was nice and open and it was fast growing and it actually was kind of a problem on some of the hippie goggles because they almost got kind of where they were like real viney and then they get any weight on them and they just flop over you know what I mean? so those get to be a pain in the ass in the scrog and you like, think that's just the dominant og taking over yeah there's some og phenos in there for sure yes OG loves to stretch like that. Oh, yeah. And flop. <laughs> and flop, yeah. It doesn't love to support itself. It's kind of like Gorilla Glue gets fucking stretchy sometimes and fat and then wants to break itself in half if you don't support it. Shit, I better get something in there then. A bunch of steaks, I guess, because, fuck, I don't know what else to do. Not all of them were like that. I mean, it was just, you know, there were a couple of them that came out that way. So. The one other thing... You can kind of do the Cushman chiropractic and start like super cropping between all the branches. I found the more you do that and like shake them up, give them a good amount of wind, then even if they're lanky, they tend to be able to support a little bit more weight on their buds. If you 
uh, and knuckle them up a little bit. You do that in week four? Would you do week that in four, week yeah. four? Yeah. That's oh, right wow. about the time they're finishing up their stretch. They might not recover as vigorously as if you may have done it like week three or two, like, you know, earlier. But honestly, I think that's kind of the perfect time. And are they, st- I mean, how, I would have to really look at your grow more, to be honest. I'd have to ask some more questions and see like how tall the plants are, what size pots they're in. Uh, yeah. You said that there's not like supports right now, so. Yeah, they're crammed in there though. There's fucking 11 bitches in there. Fucking three gallon pots, <clears throat> five by five. Fucking, yep. Are the stems like your pinky or like your thumb or like toothpick? Like, I haven't really. I think uh, I'll send you some pictures and shit. Oh, you, oh, okay. Well, uh, yeah, the pencils are matchsticks. I guess I can bring you in there right now. Focus. That's a good way of putting it out. I'm ditching, I'm ditching that Bruce Banner, man. I had Outdoor, you get like, you know, your arm. Like yeah. Major is laughing at me over here saying the matchsticks. But if you have a bunch of branches versus just doing like a few main colors. Matchstick, you said? Oh, no, no. I just, I was laughing at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you have a bunch of tiny little branches, like your side branches might be like that. But the mains are probably more like, I think, pencil. <clears throat> yeah, they better be at least a pencil, at least a sharpie. Yeah, even in the thicker, you know. If it's not, I tend to trim them off. Yeah, lollipop. Green fingers. How's that tasting? How's that? How was that tasting? It's all right. I ate one yesterday. Eat one every day, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, do it. Oh, ever since you told me, I've I've been doing it. Usually you look a too. little younger. You look a little younger, Jack. Yeah. There's the hippie goggles. There's right the here. shave. <laughs> nice. It's looking good. Uh, sexy plants. But yeah, these are the taller ones right here, but I, I'll show you the other side. They're stacking up nice too, man. I don't think you're going to need supports with how, like you said, they're densely packed. They're, if anything, yeah. they kind of fall into each other and support each other a little bit. And it's not like the well, wind is like a hurricane knocking them over. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I like that look. You're killing it, dude. This is looking beautiful. Blanket. Happy, healthy, clean oh. underneath. Oh, yeah. Look at them green stalks. Look at that shit. Green stalk, dude. Green stalk approves. <laughs> yeah, man. Dude, you're crushing blanket. You're going to be a happy man at harvest. This is the other. I'll show this you. This the other hippie Everybody. goggles. Smiley right here. The other hippie goggles. Oh, yeah. She's, there, there's a branch over here somewhere that got a little bent, bent to fuck, but. <clears throat> Very nice. Eagles showing some shit now too. Everybody is. They're like, I got plants. Look. <laughs> Fuck green fingers. Yeah, the last time. At least in flower. Those are gorgeous, dude. I love the tops on them. Very nice work, Blanket. These are uh, 
yours, my man. This is the first time you get to see of your girls. Oh, yeah, yeah. A fucking quick flip. These girls were, you know, maybe mm, that tall when I flipped them. And the rest has been, you know, nice little stretch. No complaints. I like that one in the middle. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, natural. I I was like, is it just me? (laughs) Then it started moving again. You're good, you're good. Or you just stick that phone in there and you just fuck it in. The Mylar wants to fuck with it. This was the only one that showed a little bit of just uh, deficiencies. Now, when you guys remember when I said <laughs> we reused it so well, mm-hmm. that uh, most, of, uh, most of the plants had a little bit of a lockup. But the uh, Skyly's are smileys, excuse me, girls did better. They didn't become deficient. This one here showed a little bit of a lockup later. Yeah, because that one looked like it was more nutrient hungry. Look how tall it is, right? That thing just used, used up all the nutrients, I think. Well, see, this is the thing. This is where I think the KISS method comes into play because I added shit and I think I should have would have been better off not doing shit. Dude, I top-dressed one of my plants. I killed the fucking thing right straight away. What you top-dress it with? I top-dressed it with this... Javax. It was... um. Fucking talk to Earth shit, and then yeah, I think maybe that was it. There's a cup of Epsom salt. Put that right on. There. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I figured ten pounds would be good for my plan. If a thousand pounds is good for the float, right? Right. <laughs> good for no, an but acre. like two days after I did it, it just went fucking south, and then it never recovered. So yeah, I'm. I, yeah. I'm going to go back to super soil. Boom. Girl, they're green. Yeah. What I'm do you got going fingers. on, Green Fingers? Is that chocolate turnover? Yeah, you see, that's a plant there, man. Looks like it's trying to turn over, too. <laughs> How's it smelling? Um, like fucking cannabis. Oh like shit! Leaves? I found a leaf hopper on the motherfucking <laughs> that little fucking leaf hopper right there. Oh, in the crack. Yeah, yeah. What's he doing in there? Killed him. Boom, dead. Male praying mantis. Right. Hey man, never know. Might not be a bad idea. Pop a couple sachets. They were only like ten bucks or fifteen bucks or something. They weren't too much. I was telling someone they should that had outdoor slash greenhouse areas. They should just get praying mantises and ladybugs because they were getting caterpillars and shit. I'm gonna believe it, dude. You fucking just keep throwing them out there. They'll eat the moths that make the caterpillars, and you won't get the fucking caterpillars. No, man. That's not the way Mother Nature works, dude. You got a high population of anything, 
Something's gonna come and eat that shit. Yeah. And it's gonna the even out, you, right? The shit Bounce that you bring return. in. It's not don't, don't even in. bother trying to modify your outdoor situation. It's Trust adaptive. Me, it's worth it's it. it. It's so cheap. It's you don't cheap. lose That's what I'm a saying. fucking bud. That's it. The it's cheap not ones. They're not gonna stay there, pal. I'm not Dude, gonna stay there outdoors though. Bro, there's no point. I, do I have video of a. I brought a fucking cocoon of parents to my little patch out in the middle of nowhere, and the fucking there was a lady. It was a praying mantis there that stayed the whole time, and it was eating on shit every time I was there too. Yeah. Sure, one. one I have videotape one of it. Dominated that area, but I'm saying if you had thirty there, there's probably not thirty. Did you see thirty? No, that's not. No, balanced. right because. From where I released them, they they did a concentric circle out, eating everything that's coming my way. So the one that left got the ones that yeah, I'm telling you, it's worth it's it. It's possible. It's possible. Yeah. It's worth it for twenty slim bucks. Man. Slim chance. Slim, slim, slim fuck chance. It. Fuck it. Throw fifty <laughs> bucks of praying mantises. And, I'm telling you. No. Save your money, folks. That's not major approved. That is you not major approved. Yeah. I'm a. I'm actually out of water and weed on my tray, and I'm actually seeing that it's past probably uh, the time that we typically run. I know That's you guys the deal breaker. That's the deal yeah, breaker right there. <laughs> I'm sure people are gonna jump in like Green Thirteen. I'm gonna feel terrible. Like, hey, I missed Green Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> you always do that, Jack. But uh, anyway, it's been great hanging with everybody. Major Smiley, SoCal. Uh, blind cat, eagle, green <laughs> fingers, red pill, and the American one. Fucking it's great hanging with everybody. You, Jack. I hope everybody has a great day, great night, wherever the hell you're at. And uh, peace and love, everybody. Take care, Jackie. Great seeing y'all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hop out too, but I just want to say, man, the power of the praying mantis it creates a creates a balloon around the plant. And maybe it doesn't work with autos major, but it definitely works with photo periods. So maybe you want to try them someday. Try them. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Man. It is awesome. I hope everybody has a great Sunday. Peace, Smiley. Good, smiley. Good, day, out, okay. Good seeing you. All right, I'm smiling. Smiley. Yeah, I haven't had good luck with the praying mantises myself. Maybe I've tried them once or twice, and it was like throwing my money right in the fucking garbage. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. That's my experience with it. I have a great experience with them, but I was outdoors. And I, they don't fight each other if they're on the same fucking brood. Like, they'll fight each other if like, one's way bigger, but when they're like sisters, they fucking kick it. I've seen two of them together for a long time. They trip me out. I'm like, you're going to eat that one. They never ate them to piss me off. I'm waiting to catch a <laughs> video. I'm like, man, I got some great See, shit right here. They never did. Ladybugs are excellent, but you've got to fucking establish. They got to establish themselves. You got to, they've got, you got to set them loose. You either got to set them loose in like a little home and let them venture out slowly or you have to have a perpetual grow and have to release them a few times to let them kind of develop into where they're useful because it's oh, only fuck. the Hey, stoners. No. Really I'd say Sorry, Eagle. We forgot to do the Smiley give seed giveaway. Remember, we're going to do that triple threat. Tao, we better do your seed giveaway right. before we get all gapped out. 
We could do a C. We could do a C giveaway. Oh, I fucking joined too soon, son of a bitch. No, um, <laughs> I was gonna say ladybugs are bogus for inside. I think pretty much. I mean, dude, I have video of them eating fungus gnats though, but I won't buy them for inside. But for outside, the one time I bought like that compared to the pricing of shit, dude, like. The, <clears throat> Praying mantis, like Smile was saying, you get a coup for 10 bucks or whatever, you get three of them. Like, that's whatever. I don't know. But the, the ladybugs, I bought enough for an acre. I just put it on my one little fucking 20 by 20 patch, and they were all, they crawled all over the plants. And then, you know, the next time I went, they were mostly gone, but I didn't care. When I released them, they were all over. I watched them fucking crawl over the entire fucking patch. And they leave big old poops. <laughs> uh, but that was like early on. I'm, you know, then it rains and shit. Outside is totally different. Yeah. It's not that different. It's still growing no, a plant. It's right? totally different, dude. It's, it's, totally it's different. the concept. No, it isn't, it's dude. It's the concept of you controlling everything that's different. Once you let go of that control, that urge to satisfy that, like you're doing something. Just plant the fucking thing and let go of any ex- expectations. You know, that that just Yeah, it's totally it's that different. Hard. That's what we're saying. You're gonna it's be gifted different. with something or nothing. It's totally different. different. <laughs> <laughs> Still just growing a plant, man. Yeah, it is. Sort of. But you can't if you did what you did inside outside, it wouldn't yeah, you can't. So that's but if you learn outside, I don't know, I do it inside, inside too, kind of just yeah. water a little but bit. You, but if you were a beginner and you learned outside, then taking that inside, then you're gonna be really good. But if you didn't know anything and you fucking were inside and then you wanted to jump outside, it's a fucking nightmare. Fucking disaster because you don't know how the plant grows to begin with. But outdoors, how how, let's, uh, how does it grow different outdoors versus indoors? Well, you learn because you get to see grow it for six months, nine months. You know, indoors so you it's can just, do so it's just bigger. Yeah, but faster. You don't get to learn it as as long. You don't get to see it every day for a whole year like a baby. Damn near nine months, and then no, it's a whole different process, man. Indoors, I don't really care about them as much. Outdoors, I give like all my heart to those motherfuckers. Indoors is like mechanical. Outdoors is like in in tune with the earth, you know, whole different, whole different vibe. Oh, dude, I love my indoor. I love outdoor too. I I, I don't know. I can I don't know if I could choose because, you know, like you can really, you can keep it real clean in or out as long as you put down certain you know as long as you take certain precautions or whatever but and i think the quality can be really really high like people see visually in the quality of indoor but i mean i don't know like i like indoor a lot i like outdoor too but I don't, it's hard to choose it's like taking a fucking child man <laughs> if i have to choose to grow my seeds indoors or outdoors i'm gonna choose to grow them outdoors because indoors i just don't see the same thing that i saw when i first made the seeds to begin with i'm not seeing that it's just changing so much where i'm like damn that's not what i fucking it's not a flavor i fucking remember yeah there's nothing thing. like growing an outdoor plant for sure yeah like it's just less lesser flavor of what I get outdoors, but it looks better. But it's just not fucking 
looking at much looking better because it's outdoors. That's super terpy indoor weed though. Like that just kind of kind of slapped my outdoor in the fucking teeth terp wise. Before I hit start on this here seed giveaway, Mr. Tao, is there any stipulations for this seed giveaway? No, none at all, but I hope a I hope a Russian is in chat and wins. <laughs> there is one stipulation. Oh. There is one stipulation. It's a uh, fuck you, Eagle. There. There's that then. Well, good luck, everybody. Zero, <laughs> one to 300. Good luck, everybody. You have a minute, minute and a half. One guess, one guess only. Fuck you, too, SoCal. <laughs> You're excluded from this one. <laughs> wins, can you give them to me? I'm off you. Wins, can you give them to me? No, he's excluded. Fuck. <laughs> you son of a SoCal sucker. You muffler sucker, SoCal. Oh, how, uh, how's Oregon's uh, weather in September there, Blind Cat? Fucking middle of September gets butt-ass cold. <laughs> so I'm at 4,100 feet, so. Ooh. Yeah. What was your weather? But, you know, that helps with the turt with the fucking trichome layer, though. That elevation, in my opinion, and from a lot of, from what I hear from a lot of breeders, you do a little uh, light depth for to make sure it gets into the finish state you want. Nope, I've surrendered control, <laughs> as you would say. Shit, <laughs> we well, got control, and if your if your conditions are, uh, you know, oh no, I've like, been sounds like you got a rough Just brother. Like a little fucking. Uh, <laughs> I just slap a little heater out there it's a, and, a, and a couple of fans. It, it goes. Oh, so, it's, so it's not outdoors. It's in a greenhouse. Yeah, yeah, true. Not technically full outdoor, right? That's right. But, you know, it's fucking damn near close. Uh, it makes the world right next to outside, right? But I guess it wouldn't be if I was using light depth now, would it? Unless, well, I guess you could. No, it's, you're right. You could you could leave it outdoor and then just pull Let's your leave cover. it and then tarp it right over, man. Yeah. Just right over the hoops. True. Like I, like I said, it. get close to that west side shadow line of the trees, man. And your tarp won't heat up. And you flip it early and get that finish date, man, where you want it. Especially where you are, man. You got to, you know, have a little... Yeah, it is a lot more work. <laughs> I got to w- worry a lot more about condensation since I'm in the greenhouse towards the end of the season, you know. It's gnarly. Mm-hmm. But I just fucking strap a couple of fucking rags on some mop heads and fucking handle that shit. All right. Well, the number was 121. Eagle hit the stop button already, and it appears as though. Get all flower. Yeah, me old flower. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All the weed nerds winning. They're all weed nerds. That's a trick question. (laughs) (laughs) Right? If you're here, you're a weed nerd. (laughs) 
people who have been on the panel, shall we say, winning tonight. I thought it was pretty cool that uh, when Smiley was talking about the event, that uh, everybody he had mentioned, everybody that was bending, everybody that was there had been on the show in one fashion or another. I thought that was cool. Hell yeah. Super cool. Yes. Yeah, you went to an event this weekend. Oh, you didn't go I wish I'd have No, I couldn't go today. It's still going, I think. I think it's still going tomorrow. I'm not for sure on that. But you know what he didn't mention was there's going to be another event. Let me uh, look it up real quick. Uh, the fifth, the third through the fifth. Let me look right here. It's the one Mendo Dope's going to be at. Mm. So it's, uh, I believe it's... Uh, Mendo, Mendo in the Mitten is what it's called in Jones, Michigan, the third through the fifth. Mm. And uh, which is a one good reason to go, but the other good reason to go is uh, Mr. Smiley's been asked to be on a panel to talk, you know, the organic kind of talk basically. Oh, you know, oversee the panel, basically, is what I understood, which is a super great reason to go, other than Mendo Dope, is go see Mr. Smiley firsthand doing the takeover type style info. So I'm looking That's forward cool. to seeing that firsthand and live. I think that would be awesome. It's uh, I think it's awesome just to see him you know, getting further and further in the in the community teaching, you know, and whatnot. Being yeah. more and more uh, getting out there, doing his own thing, dropping the knowledge. I think it's awesome <coughs> that he's doing it live, though, especially live. I think that's super cool. Yo, go with some trick questions for him, Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Bring with that, base I'm questions. There you go. I know uh, Eagles shooting for the 420 close, so I'm going to drop out. Everyone, it's always good hanging. I wish I could be around more often. I've been fucking having early mornings, which fuck up my whole schedule, but whatever. Red Pill, Green Fingers, Blind Cat, Major, it's always good seeing you boys. Love you, Eagle, it's always fucking awesome fucking talking shit with Eagle. And chat, always good to see you. We'll catch you on the next one. And, uh, yeah, me all. I'll talk to you in DMs or something. We'll get you. We'll get you them out. And uh, yeah, peace out, everybody. Peace out, Later, pal. I hate when they go before I can say later. Damn, Mike. Cheers, Tom. Later, brother. Sure, you're still. So, Eagle, that's the last of your garden, man. You got four plants left, or whatever. Plus, yeah, your, uh, plus last... your plants you have outdoors? Mm, I got an earth box outdoors, and then I've got this tent behind me that's got a few, few left in her. Not too many. Few strains there. I got uh, 
Some of Gazoo's, the Sky or the Sea. I've got 413, and I've got the Milkman bagged up, and I've got my Tolomeum mail bagged up, oh, nice. and then I've got some uh, Red Dragon, Red Dragon Brothers uh, seeds, some fems I dropped for like, you know, just to keep some shit going to either throw outside or make sure I've got some shit, you know, fems some females going in the next garden. And this is his uh, Stroop Wobble. Hopefully I'm reading that right. His Afghan Widow times his banana split feminized in 219 there. 2019. That's what's back there. That's for backups. And then there's some more of uh, Kazoo's uh, sty, I think it's the lime sty outdoors in the earth box. I, I thought you were gonna man. pop those, uh, the roadkill skunk from those, uh, stonewashed genetics, dude. Man, I'm oh, going shit. to. Oh man, I've got a whole bunch of stuff. I've got stuff from, um, uh, fucking, excuse me, I'm brain farting right now. I shouldn't have took the mushrooms earlier. Uh-oh. Oh, you, you mushroom <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I know, right. You should have told me, okay, man. Now it, ex- now it st- explains the belly laughs, right? Um, floor nugs. <laughs> some stuff that uh, Floor Nugs sent me. Uh, I've got some of that to pop. And I mean, I got a really bunch of really good shit. That skunk, I'm definitely going to pop that skunk. I've got some stuff from Weedus 207. Some more stuff from uh, Smiley. Shit. I, man, there's a lot. There's that Too stuff. Yeah, for we should uh, talk about that wizard. mail for the weed nerds, man. What about the mail? Yeah, how, why did what you about? pick that mail? Not even the, that. The Colombian mail, the one that he made was the, the most nerds. durable. The Deca Anthony. He was the well. He was the most durable out of what was left. There was three males. Two of them were more. Uh, I like the structure of the two Flippy. that I had. W- weren't they flipping on the t- 18? Weren't yeah. they flipping funny? Well, they were on the Auto 24. On the and then I had... On the 24. And I had, yeah, some power outage there. And I was running off a generator. So it had a little bit of fluckety-fuck in the you know 24 mm-hmm. cycle there. And it triggered the one into flowering early. And the other one was more durable. <laughs> Obviously, I got that one right the fuck out of the room. So, thus stands the final Chilumbium male. So, he threw some pollen. Holy shit, did he throw some pollen. So, yeah. Bunch of what I got from him, though, was uh, I don't know if it was due to him or well, it has to be due to him were a bunch of uh, smaller type seeds, which I found was something that the Chalumbium, when I got those seeds, were quite, quite small. But, uh, yeah, smaller okay. beans from the Chalumbium side of things. Smaller I'm interested in seeing. Yeah, yeah, they're like, yeah, those small guys are green here. Oh, nice. So, 
So I'm interested in seeing, you know, vice versa, the Jack Skellington side of the scene, uh, side of things. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, what size beans that they, the Chilombian produces up, you know, with the opposite male. And that's uh, Anthony at gmail.com, buddy, if you want those seeds. Yes, sir. Good looking out. Good and that out. was, what was that? A little, a little donation on the Patreon. What's your Patreon yeah. again? The Chilombian plugging the Patreon. They'll find it. <laughs> No problem, right? I don't like the. I'm still on that. You know, you guys know how I've always felt about the monetization type thing, but I put it. I put it in the description. That's all. I you know. That's as far as that goes. You know what I mean? I don't want to talk about it. They want to work find it. Why don't we all make merch? Like all of us, like you can make a shirt with all of our faces on it. <laughs> I don't know if we want to fucking make a, you know. A well, we do got. Uh, where's the here the final artwork for uh, Kazoo? Did the artwork for the seed bags? I don't know if I was allowed to show it. Do it. Oh, I know. I think it's over here. I can find it. Hold on, give me a sec. Give me a sec. I'll show you the artwork for the seed bag. In the in the slaps. Can't stop choking. Let's see here. Good my messages. We're here. Type in Mr. Kazoo. Just scratch your own armpit. What? I'm so high, but could you scratch your own armpit? I could reach my own armpit. I was just wondering if that's weird or not. All monkey style? Is that what <laughs> yeah, you're asking? And shit? Exactly Can you scratch style. your own <laughs> No, not quite. They don't... That's normal, man. Eagle can't because he's <laughs> fucking shoulders. I'm so high. I'm like, is that normal? <laughs> yeah, you can do it. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah, it's adorable, dude. It's okay. You're not freak. That's fucking <laughs> funny, right there. I just want to make sure I'm not fucking weird. <laughs> He's all gonna be trying to lick his nose and shit. <laughs> lick my nipple. You made me snort, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, that fucking hurt. <laughs> oh. Lick your elbow too, not another one. <laughs> Just the, the scratch of the arm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, this is uh the artwork for the seed pack. It's right there. Somebody describe that for my blind ass. Come on now, it's, Major. Come on, well, now, it's Major. A, Come on now. Yeah, Major. <laughs> I'm just well, uh, it's Anthony. He's kind of kind of smiling. Not the biggest smile going on. He, he looks like he's uh kind of like serious. You know what that is? That's the you know what I mean look. Yeah. That he always. Mean. 
You know, you know what I mean? When you yeah. uh, always say that's the know what I mean look right there. Fuck yeah. Very cool. Thank you guys. <laughs> hey, can you blow that up for him, Eagle? Was that maxed out? You know what? Oh, it's already it blew it up. When I did it for uh, Instagram there, it only gave me like this small, it's actually blown up like 500%. No dicks, no dicks on that. No dicks. <laughs> that's that's no dicks. No dicks <laughs> on memorials. I was gonna make stripes all over the place. But bad juju. Bad I can't juju. draw penises very well. Mushrooms, I could get. I'm good at, but <laughs> there's a difference. I'm not good at there's a difference when you're. Mushrooms I can't draw the veins, yeah, and the mushroom spores. From a from a novice eye, they look the same. Yeah, but this <laughs> from, from an experienced dick drawer, they would know exactly. <laughs> That's not a penis because there's no slit down the thing. Experienced dick drawer. <laughs> yeah, you're only like a level no two, one right? <laughs> or does it, do they go by like color belts? If you, you like a green belt. You always show up with He's this. like, my dicks are uh, my dick drawings are uncircumcised. <laughs> my mushrooms at bed. <laughs> should be able to throw a drawing quick and then maybe a rooster next to it so people know the difference. So, like, hell yeah. Penis going in his mouth with the rooster next to it. Green figures. If you can itch your armpit, apparently you're a freak. I just Googled it. Man, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't have to go like this. Like, she should have went like this, it would have been more freakish. So, now when you hit the dick pipe, you're gonna be wondering <laughs> if you're smelling <laughs> balls and pits. <laughs> <laughs> When I get nervous, I and then yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. What are we smoking on? This bowl just on? doesn't smell right, damn it. I'm smoking on some cat pass, man. Where'd you get that from? Well, it's a pheno I found in the Holy Grail Kush combo with the tangy, uh kosher tangy. Fucking come to me. Kosher Kush. Nice. It was a freak. For my own creation. Oh, your own. Yeah, man. And there's seeds in it. There's a couple seeds I found, so. A couple or like a thousand? Nah, only like a little handful and a little bud. A couple hundred? Like that. Small spears. But no mold issues. Smells like no. It's more like a lemon piss. Lemon piss. Kind of like lemon. It. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, with twist of lemon. Lemon twist. Kitty pee. Oh yeah. Lemon oh, kitty. kitty. I call that thing, you know lemon kitty. Yeah, mine was Hello Kitty Pee, but I don't think they would like that. <laughs> I just changed it to Hello Kitty Pee. 
I feel yeah. like Green Fingers is the only person I know that could pull off one of those like dot paintings, but it all the dots be little penises, and he'd be like, No, 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 no. If you look Step at back. it just right, yeah, <laughs> it's a beautiful painting and shit. It's fucking, you know. <laughs> Somebody out there draw me a bunch of art, make a picture of me with penises. That would be great. A bunch of millions of little penises, but just me. Smoking my feet. Some artists do that. Some artists watches this shit, right? I'll never put my genius. <laughs> That's as close as you guys get to see. I put my lips on it behind here. <laughs> How, how do you how, how you suck it? Describe you'll how you suck it, will you? You'll get a strike if I put my lips on it, so I can't do that. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> how, how much pressure do you use, green fingers? <laughs> What's the difference, though? Well, if the draw yeah. the pipe, is it a good draw or is it like, you know, you gotta suck it hard? I suck smoke only hash out of that thing, really. That's why I like to smoke. That's my hash pipe. Is that why you're reefing on it there, bud? Hey. That's why when I smoke on it, you see me lighting it for so long with the torch. Like, I'll burn the shit out of it just so it catches on fire. Then I'll fucking just free for all for a minute. Well, you guys don't see me because I go off fucking <laughs> go off the camera. So. Yeah. <laughs> I have some pride. Not really. <laughs> I think every one senior smoke my... on that pipe, dude. There's um, nothing to hide see... anymore. You want to see me smoke on it? I'll smoke on it in front of you guys. I, gotta I just don't phone know. Phone. I said, I yeah, I just don't know how much, you know. <laughs> A hit of that, a French inhale. I don't know if things will be the same. <laughs> you have to get a close-up of it coming out. And then I put my lips like this far up, and I can suck it out. Just a little stream of white going straight in my mouth. Precision shot. Precision. Oh, yeah. It happen right now. Right. It'd be fake, but like, I can make this fucking come right out of it. I can make a little warm of it. Okay. Right on. Might do that on Instagram. Huh. I'll, I'll 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 try it. I'll try it. If I get a strike. And green fingers. Me. Weren't you making some seeds outdoors? You you were saying? What? Oh no 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 no. That's a good time. Good place to leave off right there with everybody with that mental image of <laughs> <Mr>. Green Fingers. <laughs> 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 you guys. You guys can salivate on that all night. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Get your protein, everybody. That's all I'm going to say. Get your protein. You know what has more yes. protein than a cicada, don't you? <laughs> Get your 30 grams protein. It's too much, isn't it? You guys are funny. I do got to go, though. I got to get some shit done before I pass out. 
Peace out, we nerds. the fuck up tonight, man. Later, it's Major. Been a lot of fun tonight. Later, Major. Later, Major. Peace out, man. What another weed nerd. Hell yeah. Right on, Red Bill. Green fingers before you go. I got a joke for you. What do you call a cheap <laughs> circumcision? What is that? A ripoff. Oh, nice. Cheers. <laughs> Later, everybody. Later, man. So this is what it looks like when you get a cheap circumcision. Get the tip plus extra. I told you guys what happened when you fucking you get the cheap when you go cheap. You get the fucking you get the classroom circumcision. It's no fun. You don't yeah. want the classroom circumcision. That's what it looks like, guys. No bueno. It hurts. On that, you know, everybody go plant some seeds. New moon or hunter's moon coming up. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but go do some shit with seeds. Love you guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Love you. The edible's kicking in now, so fuck. My, I lost all fucking fingers. Better get me off the of screen fast. <laughs> Thank Love you, bro. Have a great day. Love you, man. Have a good day. <laughs> Holy cow, too fucking funny. What do we got? 511. I guess. I guess we'll try to shoot through these shout outs real quick. We did have some few new, few new viewers this evening. Thank you guys for tuning in. A few guys did make the list. A few of you guys, I forgot to write down as you pass. I'm sorry. Participate. A few more times, and I would be happy to get you guys on the shout-outs list. With that being said, YouTube, please give me some good tunes. Where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? This should be a fun, fun shout-out right here. I can feel it. Music, though. YouTube, when you want music, YouTube does not want. I'm just going to end up rolling with. Uh... Mm, fuck it. Let me roll with the clutch. <clears throat> Try to get these shout outs in line because they've been messed up the last few days. There we go. See, chat a little bit here. Nice to see you in chat, little boy. Benny Ben. Some cool G's house with Dang, Mom Lost, I'm 10 Scarecrow, 420 Greek, Dumb Bum, Christina, MG89, Unplug, 705, Medical, McCall, and Cuddy, Richie, the Rebel, the Night, T207, Baby, and Selena's name's not here, Tom Spook, Greg Walker, Mendo, Dope, T Dog, Dung Beetle, Red Eye, Jedi, Gross, Mother Nature, Justin Conway, Duck, Feet, Runway, 746, Justin Gooder, Stain Man, Okie Grower, 75, Corey, Treble, Mike Wall, Small Bishop, 420, Who's Your Cat, Daddy, Tackle, Don, Slug, Rick, Yes, Into Wishes, 827, James Siemens, 
Kevin Hollingsworth, last hope for Pats fan 425, Mentor Dirt and Road Dude, Kenneth Shiba, Jose Ramirez, Red Eye Rustler, Dad Goblin, Dr. Buzzle, your acetone, 710, Kenneth Queen Genetics, Sabby Tanazi, Fumador, Dirt Man, Dan, Keith the Black Sales, Mr. Buzzle, Sun Premium Grounds, Rasta Bob, Rasta Jess, Old Root, Small Tubes, Tyler, Frosty Bugs, Norm, Michigan, White Girl, Ritchie Bugs, Dub T, Roy, Big Dark Girls, JC, Modern Genetics, Old Cat, Weedner, Les, PPG, 15, Green County Girl, CJF, Perfectly in the tractor. Dow Drake Growers, T1 Productions, D. Dankin, Grower, DOA Grown Men's, Miss Nudie Gross, I Grew Some, Johnny Candace, Nutrients, Shootouts, Nutty Nikki, Zoe and Slammer, NNY, Pixel Monkey, St. Bernard's Observation, Blue Club, 420, Highs by Alderns, 25, Miss Madam Juice, Two Moon, Will Grower, The Can of Crate, Loki Gross, Sussex Guy, Burt, 79, 79, Bullet, Sanford, Midwest, Outlaws, 31, Voodoo Altras, Press owner, it's Kelly Connection, Wolverine Grove, Big Jar Gross, Jimmy One for Life, Blade, Babak, Late, Wayback Farmer, D Block, MMP Nations, Creations, Amber Lonic, Psychedelic Warlock, Artist LD, Sir Sticky, Rob, Big Day 420, Brent Window, Big Ed, 1961, Mandawani, G3, The Green Click, JK, Triple G, Mr. Sprinkly, Beardy, and Tyler Teasley, Old Farm, Lisa G, John, B2 Crazy for You, BGWG 420, Dr. Rothwell, Herbdom OG, Anthro, Sense Media, Anthro, Just Face for 20, East Coast Squirrel 420, Sir Howell, Trey Blown, Keep It Real, Haggerton 420, Sub Zeppelin, Audit Everywhere, BTWD, Grows, Bingus, Green Puffin Man, Alex Boyd, Jeff Life, School of Crop Hills, I Love It, Green Mountain Growers, Southwest Oak, Real 100, 212, Andy Brand, Panda Fan Farm, Age Farm, Female Flower, Ryan Henderson, Green 13, Two Silva Wins, King Land Planets, Indra, Michigan Native, Mayor Jen Vanguards, Premier 77WD, Band Buddy, Nutrients, Mr. Green Pots, Mr. Green Nugs from 614, from 619 to 664, there's Spaniard Gruger, Jones to Grow, Pop G Grows, Raz Amy, Drew Grows, Cast the Grow for Your Heart Podcast, Lily Luna, Green Med Flag, Jeremiah Miranda, Sony Creek, Floss, Art, Mr. No One, MG420, Giant Mike, Prometheus, Soil, Jason Iso, Pete Wynn, David Colby, Mason, 662, Scrogging, Miss Scrogging, 10 Forest, Goddess Grows, Kaylee Burroughs, Chad Brad, Family Farm, Polly P, Kevin, Joe Dree, Fjord, White Concho, Jay Hugger, UTA, Green Tree Hunter, Kush Cloud, Joshua Steensland, Organic Home Buds, Warren Nelson, Camwood, Maine, Messy, Show Love Always, Kelly Stone, Texas OG, Chuck, Chuck Norris, Sergeant S. Claire Fresno, Happy Guy, 311 Mix Up, Kinder Grows Up, Green A's, Tree G Friend, G Friends, Tree MMJ, Man S, A Bat, Vault, Dragonfly Beach, Justin Spence, Travis Walls, Lucky Mike, Seattle Chronic Seeds, King Chronic, Titan for Busco Seeds, Shangle Gas, Wombastle Floyd, John Smith, Tommy Troiko, Smoke King, Raz, Pop Little, Soul Roll, Spiky Pilot, Oscar Green Jr., Matt Silver, Nindo 11, Stephanie Beach, Shark Boy, 989, Von Bronze, Southern Gardens, Sony Nation, 420, Joe Bugs 1313 growing painted lady Frank Booth Jay Myers submit the chat Mr. Randy D backseat Dr. DGC Jeff Shutter Dining Left Dutch Gross 420 Scallywag 420 Skill Bowl 1 Medgrower 1 Empire Breeding Go for Rolly Lost Leaf Liam Mass Danny Dago B Bear 7 Ollie Noble CK Time Turned Dead Looney Jester Smoking with Small Town Tim S Mr. Lazy Rafter Grows Rob Automation is Freedom Robert Hazelton Door Michigan Board Double Tap Farm Fruiter Green Thumb 420-808 Rudy Prospects, the Cane Bus Driver, Hate and Life, Kenny 710, Operation Grow T Ben, TM 426 96 Rude Nuts, 619, Dr. Scrambles, BB Roblox, PHF, Double J, Bio Green, Self Grower, Hanky Sinky, 420 OG, KP, Ganjanana, Yawama, Roy Rodriguez, B Growing Nature's Best Nugs, uh, 
Kill Reed Groves, Guns of Wizard, Husky Gardens, Gardens, Nut Tree 420, Dr. You, Soil for Life 420, Bully for Life 420, The Jeff Rowe 420, 69, Beaver 698, Dr. Franklin Booty, Goddamn Unbaked, Ted Sasper, Griffin, Bat Boy, Jack Greensock 420, 420, Boom Farm, Charlie Farms 420, Aldrich 25, Smiley's Garden, JT's, Smiley's, we are, uh, <laughs> Misty's Doug, Smoking Grove Racer, Gokoski, Twisted Roots, Faded Farmer 420, Jeff Dorowski, Genetic Memory Farms, Evolver 20, Cameron, Mr. Bagsy, Jill Card, Missing Marks, Missing Rower, Ginger Sam, DTE, Rose, Rick Wolf, DLP 2372, Ned Dipper, Mike Dipper, Sergeant Pepper 420, Trooper, Blind Cat 420, Light Up, Yen 10, KSIF 420, Booty Boy, Deborah Sherbrack, Medical, MJ, Buttsville, USA, Resurrection, Prophet, Chris Martinez, Date Man, Dan, Date Man 420, Red Sun Farms, Good Life, Jody Bellman, GTB, Most Hated Controller, Major General 420 Army, The American One, W Digger 714, Sarates, Kiddios, and X, Mount Scott's Ready, Hit the Hot Five, Chris Martin, Indian Saber, Robbie, Search on Five, Epiphay Cam, Bigger Lakes, Finders, Rich Pass, Stokes, Moves, Other PT Growers, Choose Medical, Jerry Bear, Plus One Muscle, Secret City, Pioneers, Final Little 10, 24, Two Space Walker, Christian True Mount, T Bears, and Heart and Soul, Homegrown, Mike B, T Dwayne, East Coast, Will, Heidi J, Galactic Guards, Sound Smith, and Lipton. My Natural Farms, Pacific Northwest Seeds, Roscoe, Paul, Uncle, Trends, Readers, UC Life, 420, Grand Manual, Bonds, Emmy, Sizzle, Snanage, Colas, Chris Wu, DK Trades, Vision Trader, Guru, Dick Heinberg, Canonation, J, J, Wires, J, 311, Mix Up, Kinder Gross, oh, I already got this side, Dan, the Indoor Man, Gromies, Hamill, Gromies, Homies, Hamilton, Grown, Clip, Smoke, Keystone, Cannon Flag, BA, Big Eye, 710, Eugene, Greenlee, Ace, Bugs, Fred, Darn, Carlos, Snow, Thayer, Sunday, Fear, Go, 420, No Cell, Jesse White, Cassie, Yeti, Introvert, Genetic, Social, Team, Vixen, Robin, Mr. Killer, 8, Mount, James, Buttercream, Buttercream, C Dub from Norcale, The Pharmacy, C Bank, Deadhead, Smoke, 616, Screams, May, May, Matt Blair and Orte, Rick Kamen, Stephanie Dora, Tennant Seeds, Matt Carries, K, Mike, Mike, Googles, The Drew Bears, 420, Maxi 751, Lawrence Gonzalez, Slow to Get Up, Stu Blue, Popco 719, Bankwish Shake, Baby, Old Smoke, PWC, Grown Buds, Laura Wash, Mr. Weed Buns, Old School Grower, Chad Westport, Where You Been, Brother? Hopefully You Are Well, Honcho Grown, Floor Nugs, My Little Piece of Heaven, Pugent Sound Seeds, Goliath Grower, Richard T, Crispy Wannabe, Miss Soul Food Spectrum, Gone God, Larry, Handsome, real 2000 years of tradition. Mr. D. Connolly, Bip Jam, make body face, show me sad spots. What Googling you? I'm going well. Canadian Resort, Poor Dirt Farm, Carl Wright, Zephner, Humble Farms, Tannery Farm, Seldom Seen, Oak Park Gardens, Al 9782, Skunky Packs, Martial Artist 2012, Michael Slave Hafner, Daniel McDiz, Medically Fit, KGB, Robert, Mr. Greenfingers, Motherfucker, and Thomas, Monkey Balls, Andrew Chapman, Bobby Lynn, Me, Stretch Digger. Finch and Mag, Tony Bull, like Bull, yeah, Bill Peace or Bill S. P. Peace, Taylor Bill, Spitty Country Roots, you're on fire today. Earth Creeper, Big Ray 420, TD 101, Bugs and Hazard, Mr. Club 14, Peter Grant, Farms 616, Dollar, Lord Banks, Fruitman, Queen. 
Timothy Bacon Gibbons, Neil Justin Bean, Stragonic 88, Bat Bella Real, Jennifer Seal, Kimmy 03, Turf Armor, Shannon Stevens, Carlitos, Latina, Skater Country, Miss Fleet, Wolf Steve Firesaw, Wally Wilkie, The Goddess Grows, Ross and Bob, White Feather Grows, Furnish Room, Soul Grows, Dave, K Man, The Grows, BX Gunner 81, Smith, Dude Grows, Sean McCann, BX Gunner, or Sean McCann, Jay Monks, Dave, Attendant, Wild Wild Candy Grows, Ball Dog, You're on Cat. These bags, drone sir, Jack up, Willie, Dank Yoda, Jay Simmons, Drew, Bro, Goes, Black and Miss Gucci, DJ Connolly, Aaron the Grower, Late 1978, Michigan Grow Buds, Your Boy, Roy, Brother, Delta 9, Jay McDaniels, Black and Miss 420, Sinky Cola, Still in Farms, Husky Garden, Sun Grown 707, J.A. Droves, J420, Cascadia Grows, T. Toads, McGee, Word, Plants, A, Weedworks, Captain Scrawl, Cookie Bones, Hans, Warrior, Jackie Young, Terry Lee Live, any and he earns green junior limp while purpose plus green goose left smiles 11 50 bucks white ross plenty wob wobby sean benz rescue red roadside rescue ready roadside llc notorious nugs magnus seats father and son trimming tutorials up to day jose ramirez donald the hub 420 bucks he's a man gr 420 community videos detroit river at luce garcia buck b aj everyday captain that uh on it, Ted Bob 13, Maine 420, Med Grower, Cook Goo, Jake Kendricks, In for the Grill, Backwoods, All Good, Sally Man Sales, Adams Kinkin, Chanel Simpson, One Smoke Away, Guns Roots, Kazoo, Aaron Burnett, Room, Smithson, Lincoln, Stinkin, Angel Studios, MG, the 420 Grill, Chad, Paul T. Elio, John Fleming, Jacobich, Fibro, Fowler, Polly Pete, Selwyn Scene, Elevated, Lenny Organic, Sun Man, Gina Sunny, Jeffel Pog, Cardinals, Dan J, Earth Friendly, Farmers, Candy Forest Farmer, Fuck All They Be, The Misfit Grower, Jason Lab 512 Snake Eyes Northern 4466 Jason Grayson Soda Baker MD Jason Stoney Creek Rustonic Prince Wheeler Tarzan Superman Old Man Hermes Reaper Most Grower Penny Air Simple Man Survival One Time Tip Bike Golf Coast Clonic CPAC Calermo Caballero Harley Grower Judge Gob Steve Collin Sad Kendrick Property Maintenance Sherby The Island AIDS Scoop Steve Speech Air Randy Cave Steve Collin TCDR Claire Killian Wardrobe Farming Brandy, Brandy, Pips 1000, Ace Boom 3223, Wake Up, Captain Freedom, Be Bumper Smiles, 15 Digits, Mission Guns, Boots, Hash, Red Cheeks, Bob, Gross Creative Wave, Weekend, and Bernie's K Bag, Justin Station, Strong Silo Organics, Zippy, Ivanic, Honesty, K Hal, Meal Flower, Brett Boot, John Kendricks, Kendricks, Newton, KMT, Chris D, Tucson, Full Time School, Natty Dread, Barbara Matthews, Agent Soul, Homegrown, Kevin 222, Kenna Health and Happiness, Research 215, Club, Local. Cut Edward Chitney, Bo Manny, Ben Grass, Benji, Helen, Yugi, Shady, James T, Atomic Spoon, Miss Jill, Big Daddy Guard, Big, Big Daddy, LT Guard, High Flyer Brush, High Flyer 420, Lobster Brush, Bro, Mother Tree, Main, Yo Boy, 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 Ecstatic, I'm Shannon Gibbons, Ruhan, Rick W, Comfortably Dumb, One Smoke Away, The Eight Forty Show, Richard Lamb, Red Pill, 710, 
Cannabis for two K rolling, clean rolling, worthy buzz, Logan man, eighty one, old flower podcast, who entourage fact, Warren Dixon, Peak Lady Luck, a one four twenty, surrounded by key fry friends, French to single father's happiness without guilt, fry of Richard Forbes, David Pimenta, people, people, Nick T, John Reese, what about Bob, Prince Patty, Daniel Bergman, Green Buffett man, beat Doug Clee, James Chunks, Sergeant Rose eight one eight, John Wayne, Carolina Rude, sister Gold here, Dana L. Dinkaruno, KNF. Clank 10 30, choose one. Only feed Farmer James Crypto Dope HIP Grow Mad Javine Chronic Wonders Dan Marino Sunrise Gold Top Floor Genetics Goldfish 420 K2 Canvas Jesse Fisher My Dog Nelly Rooster Farms Alex Hardy Hardy Gear Benny Cropper Jenny Rose Forders Ben Grown Miss Sunrise Gold Brittany Lexi Coon That's my babies I love No Limit 916 Crump Toad Alchemist Alchemist, and it makes Soul Byron and Dixon, Ross, Joel, Alex D, Dirty Or Catfish, High Power, Thunder Dan, Propagation Station, John McDaniels, Lisa Marie, Sergeant Coles 818, Blaze Daily, Five Harper, Professional Needle Problem, Warrior, Silas Mons, War, You, Frank Sada, The Nate Duchess, Kimo Kelly, Maxwell, Captain 420, Frank Sada, Sink Fat, What About Bobby Hill, Justin, Pop Troop, John Gorgi, John Doe, Dungeon Chaser, THC, 4PTTS, T Barrington, Hancho Grown, Swamp Cats, Valero, Cannabica, Best of Vigas, Jen Doe, Mr. Manny D, Cannon Ferrari, 420 AB Normal, Frank, Rare, Fair Creek, J Brent, 74, CK, Brown Guy, 420, Baron, Pachyderm, 420, Burning Tree, Main EA, Great Sun Grown, 207, Hacker Daily, Hemp with GG, Jamie, Reed, Supreme Great, Stony Rockefeller, Roof City, Sin, Weiss, Sustainable, Midnight, Roof, Dead, Sick, Dead, Cynic, Knuckles, Michael, Foggy quick devil mode, eat clothes, but eight kilowatts, one D489, disbanded brothers, Mausilian Matt Johnson, Grace Medicine RX, Ethan Chief, Hydro Daily, Concerned American. Cannabis 411, Freedom of Speech, Soccer Joints, where these streets, Conscious to Duke, 1010 is all upside down, just to see this is Victoria, Victoria, but do what you can about a babe. Sacred Gardens, Gus Grove, Slick Rick, Eight Dog Pals, Dave, and St. Louis. I move lots, Cassian Yeti, Ed Brin, MN Grown, Uncle Elmer, Upgrade Turps, 50, uh, Christopher, Big Force, 54, Last Predator, Matthew from SoCal, Sweet Illinois, Man, Man Beaters, Jinx Proof Genetics, Dark Horse Genetics, Stoner Dune, Joel and Jen from North South Genetics, Careland, Careland, Mr. King Cry, PTA, B13, Leo, Broom Beyond Perfection, XX Elite, GP, Uncle Stoner, Crispy Tree Kitchen, Growers Paradise, LED Grown, ICD Clan, Decoy Bacon, Mrs. Scato, Fresh Break, One JL, Big Bob Grows, Jolly Cannon, Australian Gold, Yuck 420 Guard, Daniel Phil, Mr. Nowhere Man, Sally, 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 Seashell. Mike Steve, 562 Gotcha, James Chrysler, Green Ghost, and then Zen, Zen, Zolo, B Benson, Astro Charlie, Sativa Smart, Four GTCA, Bush Doctor, Astro Charlie, one more time, Dirty Home Gardens, TK, James C. Weaver, Grove Holmes, Corey Gagnon, Corey Gagnon, there we go, Green Hill Farms, Hillbilly Herbs, Tasty Worm Turf, Skunky Brewster, YBF, Larry OG, and Boss Farms, 
Spartan Grove, Johnny Green Dubs have 10, Michigan Wildflower, Celtic Team, Gambler, Todd O'Connor, DP, Step 10, Caribou TV, Virginia Herbs, Red Primo, Red Primo, Equal Gymnastics, Skyway, Kevin O'Donnell, School of Crop, Super Trucker, eBay Buntender, The Glass Girl 420 Grove, Ted Nugs, Matt Javine, Greg 77, Ted Nugs, Skunk 8, Last Words, Peaceful 347, Mike Atomic Skier, JMA 182, Justin Gertrude, Webcam, dot dot that day of Sony, Baby Fat Day, Cooter, Pip 1000, Dan, Sony, Sunshine Farm, Daydream, Brad Sarah, Bob Larice, Scotty Nowhere, Justin, not sure, Red Bear Farm, Dog Seeds, Buck Plug, Bungaloo, Lucky, Claudie, Gosling, Mouty Word, Green Gorilla, Green Gorilla, there we go. CT Garden, Benny Ben, Up and Able, Miss Marjuber, Kusher, Five Sentimental, Green Goddess, Alberta, Cannabis Grower, Earth Creeper, Don Hazelhurst, Matt Ness, John Gold, Coomward, Robert Rittenhouse, Pedro and Daisy, Joey Berger, Mr. DeVille, Mikey from Maui Gold Genetics, Mikey Dasa, Dragonfly, Earth Medicine, Thunder Dance, and Louis Sun Girl, Super Bob, Dutch Grow 420, Tough Impact, Mr. Tree, Green Gypsy One, Das 247, Dirty Rotten, Episode, Seti Gaze, Ginger Bug, Sovereign A, Paco Paco, Smurfle, B. Ridley, J. Val F., Tough Impact, Crazy People Doing Stuff, Wait, Five, Multiple Division, Patio, Bears Growing It, Home Invaders Get No Pity, Blue Sky, or Blue Kids. Gardens, ah, shorty for life. Oh, the we nerd DWC. I almost missed you, brother, because of the scribble. Brittany Nicole, token, uh, token pirate supernatural, sacred gardens, Rossi, Joy One Love, No BS, Penny Pipple Rivers, Frank Rowdy 420, Chef J Reese, Dog Day Gardens, Corrine, Big Force 54, 420, Green Goddess. Luke, Sal, Pearly Baker, Christ, Christ, Trico, Jungle, Diggity Dink, L, the Beastly, Lord Camp, Swimmer 22, The Robots, Jim Plummer, MD Closet, Med Grower, Blinded by the Light, uh, Weed Fairy, Andrew Grono, Miss Bishop, Doc Alex, Mr. Toad, Uncle Rick, Mr. 12, 12, Cassie, Pirate Fairy, Mark Weasley, Hill, the Vancouver, Canvas, Van, uh, Grow, uh, I'm sorry. I got to agree to that. Mike Leakley Hill, the Vancouver Vancouver Cannabis Growers Guild. There we go. Sorry, Mark. Handicap PK, Urban Rebo, Red Dragon Brothers, Grow Journey Over Grower, Dab Hummer, JG, GML. Thank you for your help, brother. J, uh, Leafly Wiggly Cam, the Cannonman, High and Type 420 PG, the Humber Local 2.0, Nick and D, K Good Farm, Zachary G, Sayer Wolf, PU, Eddie Alvarez, Surf Whistler, Paisley Acres, S.103, Drusilla, MK Ultra, Chilbert, 10, uh, Chilbert, UK, Brandon Harris, 710, Kenneth Seward, Fino Fisherman, Hemp Knights, Cotton Mouth, Grow Icy Cold, Sterling Moss, Donkey Kong, uh, Kingdom. I know that ain't right. <laughs> I forgot to rewrite it, my friend. Who else we got here? Driving Miss Hazy, Herb Conscious, Woody J, Roy Dugan, uh, Marijuana King. Ganja what you got? Justin Cooney, Big Blazers, 80, 
last but not least, we, we got to keep fit growing goddess. And then last but not least, we just 207. Oh, that's a little better than I thought it would be. Still a little bit rough. Eyes closed, got mouth. Way past my bedtime. With that being said, if this is the end of your day, your journey, please get some rest. If this is the beginning of your day, your journey, make it a prosperous day. Before you get started with that, please take time for a little bit of meditation, a little bit of self-love. You cannot give what you do not have along the lines of what I am hoping is a fabulous Sunday for you. Take time to do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. I'm a living, breathing example of that. With that being said, I will see you tonight. I'm not sure what the time. Maybe I got a guess. Maybe I don't. Worst case, I will see you at 2 a.m. Eastern Saturday time. Be very world.